Welcome to the Paper Dungeon Podcast. On today's podcast exclusive episode, we have Catherine Melora fighting off enemies and running from slime. Then Havel finds himself lost in the forest with a coming storm. Stay tuned to find out more on today's episode of the Paper Dungeon. Welcome to Nicomurus, a world full of sprawling cities and dark secrets. In the wake of the trial, a divine act of righteous judgment, the world has been launched into an era of rebirth. But there are those who still lust for darkness and ruin. Follow us across the continent of Talyra, from the deserts of Elon Ryan to the fields of Rivaluna. Deep in the Bloom Rose Ocean and high above the Alisar Mountains, our story will see our adventurers through glory, fear, and fortune as they make their way through the Paper Dungeon. Back to another episode of the Paper Dungeon. We're so excited to have you guys here. Um, this is gonna Woo! be, yeah, definitely. This is gonna be um, a small group shot with uh, Drew playing his character Cather, Hannah playing her character Melora, and Ryan playing his character Havel. Um, so this is picking up right after uh, all of their guys' solo shots. Um, so yeah, is there anything that you guys want to say before we get started? Anything like that? I'm very excited to be here. Fantastic. I apologize. Uh, I'm a little overexposed because Grant broke my lamp. <laughs> so, so all I got is the poor lighting in this room. <laughs> that sucks. Yep, that's unfortunate. And for those of you who don't know, we love Grant very much, but he's a little ditz. It's, it's <laughs> um, that's why we love him. That's why we love him. <laughs> awesome. So... Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to check out the solo shots, definitely go check it out, at least for these three, so you can kind of figure out where they are and what they're doing. Um, you can check those out. The VOD should be on our YouTube channel um, at uh, Paper Dungeon Correct. or any of our social medias. Um, you can go find all the links to that. Also on our website, thepaperdungeon.com, you can check them out. And then the podcast form of them is going to be on Podbean if you guys are interested in hearing the podcast while you're on the way to work or whatever. Um, it's all really, really great, so that's super rad too. Um... Is there anything else I need to say? I'm not sure. Don't kill us. I don't think so. Yeah, huh? maybe that. Uh, don't kill us. Um, uh, I think that well, that should. Don't hold back. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> For those of you who right, know, we'll certain people die. are in certain situations and other people are in other situations. Everything will be fine. It will be great. I accept death willingly. <laughs> Oof. Sweet. Oof. Well, without further ado, we'll go ahead and get started with this episode of The Paper Dungeon then. Oh. Uh, Andrew, ha- uh, Cather, you're Cather, he's Apple. still yes. gotta adjust to this, this is the first time we've had these characters together, so this is really exciting. Um, Cather, where you left off in your one shot, ended up with you in a kind of fast-paced, sticky situation. Um, if you remember, you had made your way, you'd been making your way down from your homeland through Vianola, the forest of the wood elves, um, coming along you were following 
the Lunin Kona mountain range south towards the country of Oklahoma, where you knew that you were planning on heading to their capital, Othala, for um, different religious reasons. Um, and as you've been making your way down, you ended up discovering, um, or you had a vision of this grove, uh, this section of trees that cert- that encompassed this oval of forested uh, plant life covered in vines with these huge stone tiles beneath that, um, which had caused you to um, go out in search of this. And you eventually found this place after sneaking through some uh, adversaries and trying to maintain a good distance. You managed to book it through to this little oval, at which point you weren't able to be pursued. Um, and you were able to make your way down into what turned out to be um, a dungeon of sorts or a cavern of sorts. Um, and you began making your way down what seemed like a million stairs before eventually getting to a small hallway that was pretty dark on the end. You can see these two statues on the other side. And as you're beginning to make your way towards it, you heard a faint rumbling, a slow, like, yo, but slowly building up a yell as this uh, beautiful wood elf came around the corner with her ginger hair flowing back and her little squirrel in her pocket came barreling around the corner, followed closely behind by a black sludge substance flooding through behind her as she goes booking it down the hall. Um, Hannah, yeah. I need you to make a uh, dexterity saving throw. All right. Ooh, I'm very good at those. Nice. Um, <laughs> that is a 25. Fantastic. So you go barely around the corner and recognize this hall. You know that it's booby-trapped. You know what's going right. on. And so you manage to kind of tiptoe and dance your way um, through this hall, just barely trying to make it. And you're keeping your eye on the floor, trying not to see anything. And when you look up, um, still being chased by this flood, and you look up and you know that there's that character there. You knew that he was there, but right. you weren't quite sure. You have this on your tail, so you're barreling through here. And just as you get to the end of it, you don't realize that he's uh, he's a little closer than you thought he was, and you guys go crashing into each other, um, and kind of slam your foreheads together, and then you immediately feel a sense of almost this burning sensation on the inside of your arm, a little circle, but you can't quite tell what it is, both of you, um, before kind of rubbing your foreheads. Um, and then you can feel this sludge begin to like pour in at your feet. I- I stand up. I was gonna say I, I, I stand pick up. her up, <laughs> like like pick her up onto her feet. I mean, as yeah. I get up, I react in a way because I've never had anyone else touch me in like years, and so I'm kind of like that was weird. And I, and I say, "Are you daft? Do you not understand that we're being chased? I, I, I just start pushing your waters about pushing her forward. I'll back up the staircase. I start yeah. running. I start running again, and I just I'm holding awesome. Ginger close to me. And I'm just yeah, kind yeah. of like thinking to myself like what was this crazy person doing does he not understand we're being chased yeah 100 percent. you go barreling up these stairs with this stranger close behind you kathy you're following this ginger-haired girl that you had kind of seen in your vision and kind of were expecting but at the same time it was different and then you guys go barreling up these stairs and after about two minutes of going up these stairs your legs are burning they are tired go ahead and make constitution saving throws all right uh, All right, that's not so bad. Oh, that's cocked. Oh, that's not fantastic, unfortunately. That's a 13 for me. Uh, oh. That's an 11. Okay, you guys are making your way, and you kind of have this newfound energy 
like crashing into someone. The adrenaline. Like, oh, so there's this adrenaline. And We're like about that. to die. So go barely up these stairs and manage to actually make a little bit of headway um, in front of the stream. It's not filling up quite as fast as it was the other tunnels. Um, so you managed to get ahead of it, but you guys are beginning to slow down okay. a little bit. And you can see, you think that you're probably about at pace with the with the stream now. Go ahead and make one more. Okay. Come on. Ooh. That's a 15 for me. That's worse for okay. me. I'm a nine. Yeah, so Melora, you go barreling up these stairs. You you think of Ginger. You think of the fact that you can't lose her. You ain't going to die like this. Right. And you go barreling up these stairs. And you make it the last half of the way up these stairs. Still burning, still tired, but you manage to keep your pace and go up. Uh, Cather, you are carrying armor and weapons. And you're a strong boy, but still, like you're, you're a heavy boy. And so as you're barreling up these stairs, you can see Melora, or this ginger-haired woman, kind of gaining a distance ahead of you before you realize that you're actually falling behind not only from her as she's getting further ahead but also you're getting closer to the sludge Um, i'm gonna need you to make one more constitution saving throw to see if you get sucked up into the sludge (sighs) drewby no sweet so you can i just say that i'm going to kind of like and i'm going to turn back and i'm going to try to help him up okay uh, Drew, go ahead and roll that Constitution saving throw one more time, and then we'll, I'll say that that gives you advantage. Better. Uh, still not okay. great. Five. Oh. By the way, I rolled a two, I, so I rolled a two and a three. Nice. Are you kidding me? So, Melora, as you're barreling your way up these stairs, making your way gaining distance, you kind of look back over your shoulder and you can see Cather at this point has his sword out and is like hobbling along, trying to almost use it as a trekking pole, um, catch oh, up. This is great. And so you turn around and start grabbing his arm, but you're not the strongest person on the planet. And uh, he's wearing a lot of really heavy armor. So you start dragging him up and you guys are, feel like you're probably making a little bit of time, but you're definitely losing ground. Um, I will let one of you make a check again. Whoever I'll do want. it. Sweet. Does she have advantage? Nope. No. No. Well. Uh, that's a fourteen. Well, she's been okay. rolling better, Perfect. so it's fine. Yeah, you guys. So you can see as you go around, you look up, um, knowing that these are are drop back or switchbacks. You can you can see there's a little like one foot gap. It goes down, so you can kind of look up a little bit, and you look up a little bit, and you can see that you're only like one or two flights away from uh, the entrance. And so you make one final push. You kind of drag Cather really nice and good um, and manage to burst from uh, the stone. As you get to the last flight of stairs, um, you can see that the stone cap um, lifts and then moves out of the way um, just in time for you guys to breach the uh, light before the stone uh, returns and sucks back down just as a little bit of the sludge begins to seep out the sides. All right. I'm going to drop him, and I'm going to run towards a tree and start to climb it. I'm not going to yell back, and I'm like, climb a tree, you fool. Okay, let me just do this real quick. The hell down there? Um, what? Oh, I'm not a climber. What did you say? Melora, what is your AC? Um, there are... 16. Okay, 16? So what you... are you doing in the forest if you're not a climber? <laughs> you drop him and go barreling towards a tree and as you're like turning the hell down around there. Can, you can see Cather reach out for you go for it uh, uh, go make ahead it like a dexterity and... check or something 
Yeah, go for a dexterity check. I mean, that's that's a that's a that just a just a solid check. It's an eleven. Eleven. Um, I mean, yeah, no, probably so, not. So no, no, probably not. So you go up and you reach out towards her to grab her, and she kind of scutters back and then turns to go climb up this tree. And as she turns, she comes face to face with this leatherback creature. You can see yep. that it's about seven. My feet four friends tall. are still here. Your four friends are still here. I'm you sorry, what? About the hell down there? This hunched back um, creature with um, extended limbs, humanoid in nature, but um, the limbs are extended uh, past what would be normal. The forearms uh, beefier and longer, reaching down almost in a gorilla-like stance with this faceless head that has a hole right where the face should be. This is what I get for helping people. Of rotating teeth. Um, and as you go... Barreling past it, it takes a swipe at you, not quite hitting you, but just grabbing at the uh, the uh, end of your of your cloak um, before you make it to the uh, base of a tree. Are you gonna try and climb it? Aye. Roll a uh, acrobatic check or an athletics, whichever is better. That's a sixteen. Yeah, you go shimming up this tree, more so out of fear of the situation that you're now in than. I'm muttering uh, myself the whole time, kind of like. Now, I finally feel the feeling to be nice to another person, and what does it get me? It gets me in trouble. And I'm like... Yeah. <laughs> um, and you guys are now sitting here. You now can look down, and you can see these... There's four of these creatures surrounding this outer... Uh, like my oval. four friends are still here. Uh, they, they were waiting for me. You failed to mention them, thank you very much. Now, hold on. I wasn't the one that ran off. No, I'm sorry, but I wasn't the one that was staying and thinking about your four friends when I was running from Black Sludge, now was I? Well, I wasn't the one that got myself running from Black Sludge, now was I? I get my I? arrows out and I shoot one of them with one of my arrows. Okay, roll the hit. I mean, she's the one in the tree, so, like, she's the safe one. I. You well, actually, uh, actually, I'm probably the more safe one, actually. Uh, just one second. Oh, that's very nice. It's a 22. Oh, yeah, definitely hit. All right. That is... Oh, just kidding. I rolled the wrong dice. I get to roll a d8 for my longbow. That's 11 damage. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, nice. You take out your bow um, and you pull an arrow from this new quiver that you have. This gold-trimmed uh, quiver with the mm -hmm. green uh, details. And you pull out an arrow, just one of your regular arrows, um, and you pull it back and launch it, and it goes right through the center of the mouth of this creature, this rotating barbs inside its mouth, and out the backside. And you can see that it's very, like, wobbling, and was not still, expecting that. Cather's very... Uh, still not dead. What? Well, yeah. That was impressive, I'm going to be honest. Thank you very much. Uh, I need you guys to roll initiative. Uh, now, what die do I use? All three of them have been, I, haven't, haven't been good to me right now. Oh, that, nope, that's still not good. By the way, this is Cather is the first character I've ever played who has a bad dex. Or I, sh I shouldn't say a bad a dex, good. just a dex that I, is a plus. I played with someone that got a negative one initiative because of their dex, and I was like, Yeah, it's not that bad for me, but it's just a solid plus zero. So. I get to plus five. Yeah, no, I know. If I'm I, sure you could guess by my ability to climb a tree. That'd be, that, yeah, it's nice. Awesome. 25 to 20. 20 to 15. <laughs> yeah, where is that plus five? 
It's coming in because I got the bad roll, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> oh, great. They're going before us. Uh, of course they are. 15 to 10. That is a 14. 14. Okay. Uh, 10 to 5. 8. Uh, eights, you say. Okay. You know, it was, you know, eights really close to, to 20, Mr. DM, sir. <laughs> oh, you know, is it? It's, it's like, it's literally <laughs> just one little edge over, like. It's one little roll. Yeah. It's one little piece of friction. Exactly, you know? you know, so like, I mean, it's close enough, right? So, as you launch the arrow, you're now able to kind of survey the scene a little more, and you can see that there's four of these creatures, um, skin tightly pulled over their skeletal body with these gray patchy um reddish tints that go into their skin have i ever um, seen anything like this before uh no by no means i sh- um, i make sure that ginger can't see it <laughs> definitely that uh, would these- scare the crap out of her uh, yeah uh Definitely. And you go through, you can see these creatures, their spine is beginning to protrude from their back. Ugh. They have stringy, greasy hair that's pulled over their heads. Now, just what um, were you doing? They got these creatures mixed up with you. Well, I'll explain that after we kill them. Yeah. Um, and you can see the one that you shot is very wobbling, but has now put its two front hands, quote unquote, on the uh, tree as begin to like reach up towards you and its ah. hind legs are about six feet long it has a good torso and then its arms are up so it's about a foot beneath you can i try to kick it you. uh it is not your turn <laughs> so you can see cather there's another creature that comes up uh the one closest to you um comes up behind you um but it can't step onto that tile yeah. as you know yeah. um you can see that it kind of like starts like Almost guerrilla tactics, like pounding its its I just, fists. I just, I just, I just glare at him and be like, "You, now, that's right. You better stay where you belong. You know you can't come." At here. which point he turns and kind of like kicks back a little bit, and you can see that the dust can travel over onto the well, I assume dust uh, came, yeah. <laughs> onto the plate, um, and it kind of looks back before reaching over and finding a stone about <laughs> six. To eight inches in diameter, yeah. and it turns to you and that's chucks right. it at you. That's right. That's called adaption. <laughs> oh, I just threw my dice all the way across the desk. Oh, it's gone forever. Ooh, that's a natural one. I uh, catch it. <laughs> Actually, correction. correction. <laughs> I take out my sword and slice the rock in half as it comes towards me. So it goes barreling towards you, and you go to slice at it, but you're just a little too slow. But thankfully, you dodge it just enough, and it clocks the one that Melora hit in the back of the head. Um, at which point it reaches up one more and it just like is about to like brush your ankle, Melora, before mm-hmm. it kind of topples over. I'm two for- uh, as you can see, like this stone is embedded in the back I'm, of its I'm head. I'm two for two uh. now. Was that two? <laughs> uh, at which point it is the third creature's turn. So you can see the one far in the distance. Um, Cather, as you look out, you can see, can I see the, the large the one. one. Yeah. The big one, the one that's about fifteen feet tall. Uh, that's a great your Moving its way over. Yep. That's what. That's the and one it we starts to from. charge. It begins to charge, and it goes barreling towards you. At which point, it ducks its shoulder and slams into what appears to be this golden, this orange, this orangish gold barrier that surrounds the nice, nice. Uh, stones. Uh, and you can actually see, for just a moment, its shoulder like penetrates through it. Mm. 
before being like shoved out. Nice, nice. Uh, at which point it brings us to um, Laura's turn. All right. I would like to take out my arrow and aim it at the head of the big one that I just saw. Okay, go ahead. Roll it. That's a 21. Oh, you definitely hit. All right, that's what I like to hear. Um, and that's eight damage. Not as good as the okay. first one, but... So that was... Do I have a bonus action? Oh, you yes. have a bonus action, yes. Those are two. Just two weapons You do fighting. have a bonus action. Whatever you want to do with it, it's up to you. But I mean, like, do I have a certain ability? I have two weapon fighting, but I don't know if that works you when take, you use a longbow. Do you have Hunter's Mark? I believe... I believe it's no, just not yet. It's a shame. I don't get that until uh, second That's level, I think. I know. Yeah, it's definitely not that yet. Cool. Is there anything else that you want to do on your turn? I suppose I'm going to... Um, the tree that I climbed, is there another mm. tree that's closer to um, this elf? That So the trees that you're, that surround the grove are all fairly sparse. Yeah. Um, right. You remember that as you went in, like it was, it was like the grove itself was right. pretty clear and there's no trees that are growing on the stones mm -hmm. um so you're probably about 30 feet away from him um at the moment now the creatures they're going after him no it seems like it there was one that went after you all right probably because i hit it um i mean that one's dead I'm going, now, though, so right i'm going to try to stealthily get down to move to another tree that's closer to climb that one instead okay um so yeah, we'll use that. If you're moving stealthy, that'll be half your movement. Um, so basically, you get down the tree at the moment um, because it's half your movement and half your movement to get down. So you have like right. seven feet. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll say that you get down to the base of the tree um, and that's where we'll end your turn. Sound All good? Right. Mm -hmm. Awesome. So that brings us to the last one. Um, on the far side, you can see there's one more uh, of the smaller creatures. Yep. Um, and it begins just slowly making its way over. But this time it kind of goes around towards the um, large creature and it can see that it's almost, it doesn't have a nose or a face, but it's almost like listening or smelling for just a little moment. And it kind of looks around and starts smelling before, let me just double check. Yeah, definitely. Um, before it kind of, you. It can, again, it doesn't have eyes, but it seems like it almost locks onto you, Melora, mm -hmm. um, and begins making its way towards something. you a little quicker. Maybe uh, I took something. At which point, it's Cather's turn. Neat. Okay. Do I see her? Mm -hmm. Okay. She's at the base of her and there's And there's none of these... None of my friends are, ne are near her, correct? No. The closest one would probably be about 25 feet away. Okay. Which, well, actually, there's two of them, because there's the big yeah. one that's... Um, about 25 feet away and then there's the small one that's right next to the big one and they're both the closest okay. ones and then the other one is close to right. you. Okay. Um, well, shoot. I guess I, I'm going to do what I can because I don't want, I don't want them to fight her. So I'm going to, I'm going to make my way across the other side towards the ones closer to Melora. Okay. And I'm going to slash at the big one while staying right, inside the circle. Perfect. Mm. Yeah, go for it. Roll hit. All right. Uh, combat die. Don't fail me now, please. Ugh. Come on. I, I miss. That's a four plus five. So nine. Ugh. Not quite. So you go in. Um, 
and you go in to slice at this thing and you can see as you get closer that the skin on it, the hide on these creatures is thick and tough. And this one particularly, um, the forearms get a lot wider, kind of like how gorilla's forearms get wider, where it's really spindly along the bicep and then it's very wide and beefy, yeah. um, going into almost like this fist-like uh, situation. And there are like bulbs of tough tissue and cartilage yes. along the forearm um, that look to, they don't necessarily sharpen by any means, but they're definitely a lot tougher at the tips um, much more uh, hard thing to be hit with. Yeah. And as you go in, you scratch along these uh, bulbs um, and it doesn't quite make it bleed or anything like that. Nothing that really causes it any pain. Okay, okay. Uh, so for my bonus action, would you allow me yeah. to... I'm just going to be like, hey, how about you face someone your own size? And I will just okay. attempt to taunt. Okay, got it. Uh, I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> Cool. Um, Can I roll a persuasion check? No. I feel like that'd be more intimidation. Well, one or two. I don't really care. Either way, so I take either roll. You go and you go sprinting across the circle. And as soon as you do, the one that was close to you that threw a rock at you goes barreling along the edge of the circle to follow you. Um, trying to find, you can see it's like searching through the grass as it's going and it manages to find a little bit of a smaller stone, probably about two inches in diameter and it chucks it at you, whizzing it at you. That's a natural three. So it goes whizzing past you and just glances off your, uh, shoulder, the, the shield on your back. Um, it just goes dinging off of it. Um, at which point, um, aha, yes. So then the big one looks down at you, um, its face um, a little more uh, beefy, while these all the, the small ones are all very spindly and uh, grotesque in how elongated their, their um, features are. This one's a little bit beefier, still pretty good, like still very spindly biceps and uh, thighs that go into the, the thicker sections. Um, but instead of having like a long elongated neck that goes into kind of like a round head, um, this one's very like small neck, very beefed along the shoulders with a very big, almost like ovalish head. Um, and it kind of looks down at you and it goes in to reach and it begins pressing on the um, barrier. And you can see that it begins to just barely get the edges of its thick, beefy fingers through the barrier um, before it kind of gets shoved out, um, at which point it like pounds its fists into the ground and you, the whole ground around you shakes. Um, that's going to be his turn. Then it's going to be Melora's turn. All right. Now, did I notice the one that locked eyes with me? Um, yeah, probably. I'd say you'd probably All right. it. I'm going to take out another arrow and shoot uh -huh. one at him. And okay, aim him for, for the it. head. Perfect. Yeah, the um, the big one, it's, so the way that it works is it's an oval and you're like here and then the two are over here and it's just on the other side of the uh, big one. So it's okay. kind of just behind it a little bit. So I'll say it has uh, partial cover. Let me just double check how much cover. Yes. Yeah, it's plus two. Exactly. Yep. 24. Doesn't matter. You let me go through all that work. Just I was waiting for it. I saw, I saw the smug expression. <laughs> Fantastic. That's 10 you damage. Snipe it. Wow. Oof. See, it's a good thing Laura's here, because otherwise Catherine, Catherine would already good. be dead. Yeah, right? 
You said 10 damage? I. Oh my gosh. You mean Okay, not quite down. You embed an arrow in its chest and it's kind of wimping and it, you get, it doesn't say anything. They're all silent um, aside from their expressions of frustration when they're like pounding the ground and looking around. Um, but it begins like pounding its fist and kind of reaching up around, not really being able to grab, but kind of like just rubbing around the wound. All right. Um, so that was my action. But yeah. uh, my question is, do you think at this point I've noticed that they can't get on to uh, the circle? 100%. All right. If I have a movement of 35, can I get to the circle without provoking 100%. opportunity attack? I'd like to do that. <laughs> Definitely. Book it into the circle, just barely like grazing through, and you can feel the border pass you as you go in. Um, you're about five feet in the circle, probably about 15 feet from Cather at the moment. All right. Um, that's my turn. Fantastic. Uh, so the one that you uh, just hit kind of looks at you and realizes that you went into the... Um, into the circle, at which point it just goes over and it hits just behind the tree, just enough that it can poke its head out around, but it now has basically full coverage at the moment. All right. Um, nice, nice. So, so. That's that one. That's that one. Okay, that brings us to Cather's turn. Okay. I still got the big guy in front of me, right? Mm -hmm. Big guy and, and one other, or... And there's one other about 10 feet behind you to your right, the one that originally that chucked the right, barrel rock yes, at you. Okay. And then Melora is now in the circle, so that's good. Yeah, uh, yeah I'm just going to attempt to swing at this guy again. All right, go for it. Roll the hit. Oh, that's cocked, even though I would love to take that. Oh, that's a crit! Ooh! It's about time, don't you think? Yes! Fantastic. I wish so... I could divide smite right now. <laughs> Max damage plus, plus the, roll. the roll. Yep. All right. So we're going to use... For those of you who don't know at home, we change the way that we do crits because we want crits to actually feel like they're doing something. <laughs> so the way it works for us is um, you do the max damage die. So if you're rolling a d10, you do 10 damage. And then you get to roll a d10, um, whatever that is, plus your bonuses. 17 points of damage. 17 points of damage. Roll the six on die, oh, plus three, and then plus eight. So, feels good. Nice, Drew. Yeah, you go through and you step out of the circle just a little bit, just enough to get a big sweep. And you manage to, instead of getting one of the limbs or one of the arms, you sweep in just enough to kind of cut through and cut along the hip, across the chest, and out the clavicle. Yeah. Um, you can And you can actually see that you split the clavicle and there's like different jarred bones coming out, um, dealing quite a bit of damage, at which point it reels back onto its back, all like brushing on uh -huh. against its arm before like rolling over onto its side and beginning to stand up. Uh -huh. um, that's your action. Do you have anything you want to do with your bonus action? Um, since I haven't technically taken it out yet, I'm going to take out my shield. Nice. And then Definitely. I'm just, I'm just, I'm staying, I'm staying in my guard and just standing at the ready to go and Perfect. go at this thing again. I'm assuming you step back into the circle. Uh, if, if I could, yes, I will stay within the circle as long as I'm still within five feet. Okay. Yeah, you can stay just within five feet. You're, like, right on the border right. of the circle. Um, Rad, that takes us back to their first boy. So the one that chucked the stone at you can see that you're, like, half in and half out of circles. So you, it goes rushing over towards you, and it's going to swipe at okay. you. Okay. Okay. There we go. There we go. There we go. Does a 14 hit? Dang it. So it goes swiping in, and you just managed to step back and roll your shoulder back 
behind the bear just enough that it goes swiping and drags its hand across the barrier, um, kind of reeling and looking back. Oh, no, you're, um, oh, no, you wanting don't. to swipe again. Um, that's its turn. Uh, the... Uh, it brings it to the large creature's turn, the the large one of this. And it kind of stands up and goes, and it gets on its hind legs and stands at its full height, probably about a 22 feet in total, before bringing its hands down to crash on nice. you. Ooh, yeah, that's going to work. Does a 20-knot nat yes. hit. Perfect. So... One... Oof. Nice. So seven. Nine points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, where did I? Ouch! That does not, yeah, correct. That does not feel good. Mm. Alright. And you're currently um, on the ground. It like landed down on you and so okay. you're on the ground. You'll have to get up from being prone. Okay. Nice. Perfect. <laughs> no, it would have killed you. Stuff. It would knock you unconscious. <laughs> awesome. So that's his turn. Melora, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to shoot an arrow at the one that just attacked him. Okay. Perfect. Go to, roll for it. Roll. Um, Come on. Does a 16 hit? It does. Yes. Oh, thank God. Yes. I got a little nervous. I was like, that's not as high as I've been rolling. Um, alright, that's another yeah, 10 damage. Yeah, it's not in the upper to mid-20s. <laughs> that's another 10 damage. Fantastic. So you... It goes crashing down, and you can see it's beginning to kind of almost like stomp around um, on Cather, and you notch an arrow and launch it, um, and it sends it through its jugular um, up to the fletchings, um, at which point this creature stops for just a second before he's kind of rocking forward as being a very top-heavy creature onto Cather, pinning him down. Oh, well, I mean, hold Sorry on. Sorry about I hit the barrier, they kind of, you know... I, I, it's dead now. Would I, like, fall backwards, maybe? You know, nope, into nope, the barrier? Nope. That's going to bring it to the fourth ones. So, the creature that, um, Melora, you knew was kind of pinned on you, you can't quite see it anymore. All right. Um, that one... Cather, your turn. Okay. You currently have probably about a 600-pound... Humanoid beast yep, laying on yep, you. Yep, 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 yep. Um, how much of me is covered? Uh, about to, the head of it is resting on your nice. chest. Solid, solid. And everything else is beneath its shoulders. Um, what is near me? Uh, you can see that you have your shield no. next to you. Your sword's probably about two or three feet away. You probably could reach yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, and then there's the other... Creature-wise, what's next anywhere? There's the other creature... Thankfully, it seems like your legs are what's outside the barrier, and your chest and torso oh, are inside nice, the nice, barrier. Solid. So it's gonna have. You can see that the creature is looking like eyeballing you. Hardcore can I and wants to get to you without like worrying about getting up? Can I access an like? Can I finagle and get out a javelin? Uh, yeah, I'd say so. Okay, I would like to do that, and as an action, chuck it at that thing. Perfect. Yeah, I'll say it was your bonus action to kind of maneuver sure, that sure, javelin, sure, sure. and then I'll allow you to chuck sure. it. Oh, it's not my night so far. Uh, so yeah, that's a uh, that's a that's a that's a number that exists. I miss. You miss? Yep. What's the number? Two on die. Okay. Yeah, you miss. So. So you 
go in and you're like, I, in this I, you know, I'm like, because you can't really reel back. Thing. You're like trying to like sidearm throw it, kind of like, like a frisbee. Like, just kind of like lobbing it over this guy, this thing's and, head. And you, you go, and it goes like a foot and kind of just like, and it falls over. Well, at least uh, I can recover that javelin, you know. Yeah, you know. Okay. Um, uh, could I? Okay, so else? then could I using my thirty feet of movement just attempt to like using my elbows just like crawl myself backwards like kick like kick you can begin to make your like, way. Just yeah, kind of yeah. shimmy my You're not way quite free movement. yet. You're not quite free yet, um, but you're pretty close. It's like on your thighs now. Okay. Um, but you man, you can now sit up in the. That's good. In the thing, in the barrier. Um, which point that brings us to that creature. Um, the one that you have from day one, all it wants to do is just hit you. All That's all it wants. It goes running up towards you and grabs the shoulder of the big one and throws it back, flipping the whole creature over before stomping at your ankles. Nice. This creature cannot roll well. <laughs> that's a good thing. Uh, does an eight hit no. you? I just, it so just starts like biting It goes stomping in at your ankles. Yeah, and you kind of push yourself back before like kicking it at its like forearms and stuff. Um, that's its turn. That brings us to that one's dead. Melora, your turn. All right, I'm going to shoot an arrow at the one that just tried to attack him. Perfect. That's the Go last one, right? That you can see. All right. Um, that's not so good. Uh, that's another, that's a 15. That hits. Oh, thank God. You guys are level one. <laughs> I promise. Um, we aren't even supposed to fight these things. <laughs> that was... Uh, shoot. I forgot. Uh, wow, I'm really red. I'm going to have to throw yeah, a light on. Yeah, I was going to say Plus. something Something got... Alright, that's up. nine damage. Nine damage. Nice. Pretty close. Yeah, you go and you launch another arrow. Um, same spot, clavicle. Um, and it goes kind of reeling back before like launching itself at the barrier and it's currently like rubbing its face like against the barrier okay now um, hypothetically could i take my movement to go towards mm-hmm. cather to pull him mm-hmm. into the circle 100 percent. i'm going to do that and while i do i'm going to kind of say can you at least try not to get yourself hurt <laughs> no yeah response. so you get you, you use your 15 feet to get over there um, and then it's half your feet because you're dragging a prone creature. And so you manage to get him about five or so feet um, back from the edge of the border. All right. Um, Once I do, totally, I drop him. Yeah, 100%. This guy is just dead weight. Totally not worth it. Not right. worth Hold on. I hit the thing really, really good once. Yeah, once. Really good once. Um, so that's going to take us to that one, which you can't see. It's going to be a thing. Ah, I, oh. I literally just threw my dice across my room. <laughs> nice. Solid, solid. It, like, rolled off under my computer and off the desk across my bed. So we're just going to use this guy, of course. See, this is great. Uh, what's your guys' passive perceptions? I have a 16. 13. Okay. Yeah, so Melora, um, you can see out of the corner of your eye the creature that you hit that kind of went by- behind the tree kind of shimmies across to another tree, probably about 60 feet past that second one. Not 60 feet, 30 feet past that second one. How much? Um, so, yeah, it goes boogieing over there um, before ducking behind the tree. Um, All right. And that's that one. That one. Cather, it is your okay. turn. Okay. 
Um, okay, so so Melora like dragged me like into the cir- the rest of the circle. Yeah, you're about five feet from the edge of the board. Okay, I will more or less. I will kind of like if I can pick my like pick up grab my blade off the ground and, mm-hmm. and basically in one fluid motion attempt to do an upward strike as I stand up towards this uh, creature. Yeah, definitely roll a hit, dude. Come on. Oh come on. 10. 10? AC is 11. Nice. So sorry. So you go standing up and it just grazes across its chest, still causing it to bleed, but not causing any hit points of damage. Um, not quite. Am I fully enough. in the circle? She dragged right you now? back just a little further. You're fully in the cool. circle. Um, she dragged you back just a little further than you thought, um, and your blade wasn't quite as long. Nice. Um, you still have a bonus section, though. Uh, to do what? Whatever you can do with the I bonus can't do action. anything with the bonus action. <laughs> <laughs> I will yeah, no, I'll just I'll just stand my ground where I am, I guess. Fantastic. Um that's Cather. Boom. Big one. Uh so the the creature that's currently dragging its face across the border steps back for just a little bit before slamming back into it. Um steps back and slams back into it one more time. Um yeah. Does he does he actually like move like 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 a measurable distance away? Not that you can uh a little bit. He's moving back about probably ten. Because I was gonna say, so. can I get an opportunity attack as he moves away? Yeah. Yeah, I say so. <laughs> okay. Uh twenty one to hit. That hits. Okay, cool. That's much better. <laughs> Max damage! So uh, eleven points of damage. Definitely. So you swing up with this blade, just barely grazing it um, as you're standing. And you can see that it kind of reels back for just a second and it goes to slam its face back in. And as it does, you just quick bring your blade across and cut right through the neck, causing the head to roll off its shoulders and just collapse into the circle. Um, At which point you guys are out of combat. Just breathe in heavy. Now, do you want to tell me what you did? To get these kinds of creatures following you? I just... I take out a rag and clean off my blade. I sheath it. Pick up my shield. Well, if I'm honest... Uh, I kind of just pick myself up. Kind of hold me, hold me on my side. Why well, I was trying to find you. I'm sorry. Do you, do you mind if I... I, well, I just walk over and like sit down. Towards it, t- close towards the center of the circle, I just like start to like take off my. I just take off my bag and, and kind of set it down and just start holding yes, my wound. Yes, please, make yourself at home. Well, you see here, I, um, well, how do I explain this? Much better. You might want to figure it out. I, I am what you call uh, a man of faith, and I, I have been traveling for. Weeks now, um, and towards the beginning of my journey, I had a dream. Actually, I was uh, traveling, and I found this forest, and I found this grove here, actually. And here is where I actually found you. Wait, uh, I saw a, 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 an image of you, I suppose. You had a dream about me. Well, do you understand how creepy you sound? I well, I oh, yes, I do actually. I am very new to this. Um, but basically, I saw you 
carrying a, a some sort of rod with the, with a crystal on it, and you're you're crying out for help. Um, and and so I I suppose after that I just started following where my feet took me, and eventually that led me here where I uh, found this entryway and ran into you. And I, well, you call these creatures your friends. Well, well, friends are, are more of a humorous term. I'm. This area seems to be very infested with them, and I am not very, uh, as you can tell, I'm not very dexterous. I, I can and tell I, that myself. And I make a lot of noise, so they, it wasn't hard for them to catch on to me. But after I got into this circle, they, uh, it seemed that I was alright. This rod that you saw me carrying, I take it out of my bag. Did it look <laughs> like this? Does it, does it look so like you, it, yeah? Yeah, you see her carrying, uh, it's about a four-inch rod of um, an unknown metal with a uh, rim around the top of it, and out of that rim comes this one single amethyst crystal. Mm -hmm. It looks exactly like the rod that she was carrying. In my vision? Okay. In your vision, yeah. Yes. It, it, looks exactly, it looks exactly like that, actually. So what exactly does that mean? What? I, uh, I don't know. Um, I just... I, be I believe in fate, and I, you could say I try to follow it as best I can. And I, uh, just trying to help, I suppose. Do you, do you mind if I look at it? It's, it's... I suppose... Alright, I'll, I'll just inspect it. Um, do, do, do you, there, there is a, you know, word at the top of it, uh, of mm -hmm. the crystal. Yeah, the crystal. so across that rim of... Um, metal, which you recognize as a warrior, as Verstrusium, which is the strongest metal on the planet. Rod made, um, is made of little, Verstrusium? No, the rod, is, the rod itself is not made out of Verstrusium. It's just that little band across oh, okay. the top. Um, let, me, uh, let me see if I can't spell it for you okay. guys. Uh, one second... Shameless 100%. plug. Um, okay. Vastrusium is spelled V-A-S-T-R-I-U-C-I-U-M. Okay. I... Vastrusium. I, you... I'll be right back. Okay. Vastrusium. Okay. 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 And he's got... He, he, he left. Huh. Well, this is very interesting. Um... Where, where did you find this? I found it in the cave. Oh. Among other things. Among other things. Well, all right then. Well, um, I would ask the DM if I knew what this what this said, but he's not here right now. I'm right here. I'm right here. Sorry. Do 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 um, I know what the word means, or do I recognize the word at all? Um, roll a uh, history check. Okay. That's a number that exists. Ooh. Uh, 18. Okay. Um, as you have been uh, studying and trying to educate yourself on different religions, especially with those um, regarding that of fate, you have come across a couple different books that speak of um, an ancient language unbeknownst to the vast majority of people. 
um, something long forgotten. Um, it doesn't have a name to it, so you don't know the dialect of it. Um, but you do know that um, ancient powerful artifacts were usually had this language that created, uh, not created, but is what was used to imbibe them with uh, magical properties. And you get the sense um, based off the uh, clear age of this rod um, and the little bit that you know of this language that it's of the uh, dialect and um, vernacular of that language. Interesting. I will hand the rod back to Melora. By the way, I'm Cather. I'm Melora. Melora. This is Ginger. Gin I get. I give a slight bow. Well, it's very nice to meet you both. She kind of like chirps at you before like going back into her uh, pocket. Um. So where are you from? Are you? You're not from here, are you? I. I am. You are. I live here. Like like this area. I... This area. Mainly. Well, not this area in particular. Just the forest. This is my home. Oh, the forest. Oh, okay, that's okay. You clearly are not from around I'm here. I'm not. I'm. I'm from Fair North. All right. I'm. What are you? So you just happened to have a dream about me <coughs> and be here by happenstance. Well, to be honest, the reason I was traveling to begin with was not because of you. I'm making my way south uh, to Athola. Why would you want to go there? Well, I'm looking for answers, I suppose you could say. Didn't know what you could find in the city that you kind of find at the forest. Well, you, there's a lot more books in a city than there are in a forest. I suppose. So, I, well, that's, that's, that's where I'm going, because that's, like I said, I consider myself a man of faith. But I am somewhat uneducated in that realm of, of the world. I see. Well, it seems to me like you kind of take care of yourself. <laughs> well, if I'm honest, it's it's been a while since I've fought creatures. I can see that. Well, it was very nice meeting you. I'll be on my way. Nice. Um, so you begin making your way... Um, along uh, the path that you knew that you took to get here, going back to your homeland. Um, and you get about 120 feet away from Cather when the uh, circle in the inside of your arm burns and flares. And it actually burns to the point that it burns a hole in your uh, clothing, um, at which point you can see scarred into your flesh, there's a circle um, on the inside does, of your bicep. Does a similar thing um, happen to me? The exact same thing happens to you. Oh, uh, with Do just, I hear him? You can hear him. Well, Drew, do you do you scream? Well, I I grunt. I don't scream. Yeah, it's not to the point that he causes any like hit points of damage, so it's not huge, but it is very very painful. Um, and at this point, as you continue to keep going, it continues to burn. I turn around. Is he clutching his arm? Yes. What did you do to me? What What did I do? What did you do? I You're the one who crashed. In, you crashed into me. Are you kidding me? You're the one that came here to find me because you had some dream or some religious prowess about yourself. And now I cannot leave you. Are you kidding me? Well, oh. Do you see how predicament... What the kind of predicament you've put me in? I don't like people, all right? I want to leave. And look what you've done to me. To be fair, I have no idea what's going on. Oh, 
Oh, that's very convenient, isn't well, it? Well, oh, well, I mean, I, I don't, what do you want me to say, Malora? I'm, I'm a traveler. That's the best I could say. I'm not from here. I don't know what's going on. I'm looking for answers. And, well, and, like I said before... Well, you're not going to find the answers sitting on the ground with your weapons off of your person. Well, that's very true, but I don't plan on going anywhere very quickly right now when I'm very injured. But you expect question. me to have to stay here and sleep here because you feel it's more convenient for you. Question, Mr. DM, sir. Yes, sir. By then, would it could it have been a short rest? By now? No. no. It's, it has not been an okay, hour. Cool. Yeah, no. So, still, like, clutching my bleeding body. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, say, I, I look to her. Well, you do what you want, I suppose. I can't stop you. But I'm staying here because I'm very hurt. And I don't plan on dying because those creatures are still out there. Well, it's a good thing I have to stick around because you cannot take care of yourself and I saved you. I know. I start talking to Ginger. Like, this is ridiculous. She immediately begins to agree and trip back. I just, hold, holding, holding my side, I just, I look at my bag and just start taking out, like, uh, whatever I can to wrap myself up. Yeah, you have a spare cloak that you can wrap around um, and definitely take care of yourself with. Now, when I'm seeing him wrap around, does it look like he's doing a poor job, like a bang-up job? Like I could do Drew, better? Drew, roll a medicine check. Uh, let's see, what die should I use? I should use this one for this. It makes sense. Oop, well, apparently not. Medicine? Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's a plus. Seven. So, Melora, you look at him, and his arm is shaking as he's trying to do this. And you can see that he's beginning to lose quite a bit of blood as he's, like, trying to wrap this around himself uh, and tie this in. Uh, and you very much feel like you could do a much better job than he <laughs> I take this moment. in, and I'm just like, God, will you just let me do it? And I go around, and I'm going to wrap him up. And I'm going to mutter nice. to myself the whole time and just be like, what the f- you're doing in the forest. You cannot take care of yourself. This is why I don't help people. I don't know how I got into this situation. And now you're here and I have to take care of you. I'm not a mother, all right? And I'm just like muttering to myself <laughs> ahead, as I wrap in. Go ahead and roll a, a medicine check yourself. That's much better. That's okay, a 19. I was really nice. Yeah, this is flawless. Um, classic bandage. This is perfect. It will soak up the blood. It will prevent the bleeding. Um, you even uh, use some of that um, herb that you used mm -hmm. uh, when you got shot to kind of help um, clot the wound and keep it clean and stuff like that. Um, easily a uh, much better job than what Cather did for himself. No. Thank you. You're welcome. Her Try not to get yourself killed while I go to my tree. All right? And I walk away and I start to climb my tree. What time the is it? closest one to him. Yeah, what time is it? Um, it's probably... Uh... About d um, dusk, around dusk. Huh. All right. I'm just going to say, try not to get yourself killed. I am done emotionally, physically, mentally with the events that occurred today. So I'm going to take my rest in my tree, but I'm going to stay nearby, not only because I have to, but because you clearly cannot take care of yourself. All right? Good night. Nice. Who currently has the rod? She does. I do. You do? Okay. Sweet. 
Um, uh, if, if I may, as, as I'm, uh, you know, setting up my camp, I will uh, light a small fire. Uh, okay. Just to kind of As keep soon as warm. you do, the vines that you're laying on that, you, that have covered this um, stonework uh, immediately, like, retract and retreat. That's the good. longer that you've been staying there, they've been beginning yeah. to they, slowly yeah. creep up on yeah. you. I forgot about that. Um, and so you light this fire and it slowly, uh, not slowly, but they all immediately retract um, and stay a little bit away from you. Probably about the, the amount of dim light, right. about five feet in diameter. Does he struggle to make the fire? Um, no, he's doing okay. You've kind of stabilized his wound um, and he's beginning right. to feel a little bit better. You can see that his hand isn't shaking anywhere um, or anything like that and you manage, he manages to get a fire together. I mutter to Ginger, I'm like, well, at least he can do something for himself, eh? As I climb the tree. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. So I think else that you guys plan to do tonight? I, well, I would like to write, Cather would like to write in his notes. Fantastic. About his much more interesting day than his past several weeks of travel. 100%. Um, and and he, he will mutter to himself uh, something. Mm-hmm. Uh, a, a small a small prayer that is inaudible, basically. Okay. Perfect. Anything that you're going to do, Melora, before you go to bed? I'm going... Oh, before... Actually, I know that I should have said this before I climbed the tree, but could I retrieve my arrows? Yeah, 100%. Roll a All d4. Right. Two. You get two arrows back. All right. And while I'm in the, the tree, I'm, I'm kind of cleaning it. But I'm also mm-hmm. sharpening them because, you know, sometimes once they make contact, they're kind of dulled. So I'm mm-hmm. going to spend the time just sharpening it and yeah, just talking to Ginger about how I kind of believe what's happened. And mm-hmm. just, like, kind of venting to her about how, you know, I spend so long trying to avoid the contact of another elf or just another humanoid in general. And now mm-hmm. not only do I have to talk to one, I'm stuck. And I'm just kind of, like, frustrated. But at the same time, although Ginger cannot speak to me, I'm going to to have a one-sided conversation that's kind of just like, well, of course I like talking, but mm-hmm. I like talking to you. doesn't need to be another elf. <laughs> By the way, uh, before I, because I thought about this, before I go to bed, um, I will, I would like to use Divine Sense again. Okay. Um, it's 60 feet, yes. right? You currently don't feel anything. A- and, um, how far and Melora is 30 feet away from me about 30 okay. feet away and there's okay and I don't I don't sense anything nope okay I'm not speaking very loud so that's I'm, 30 feet I'm just like having like a, a like a a hushed conversation with Ginger but I'm kind of talking <laughs> but I'm just like I didn't want other humanoid contact all right mm-hmm. yeah sure maybe I'm lonely but I have you okay so I don't need another person all right mm-hmm. stop bothering me about it I don't want it's, it. it's about th- it's yeah. at about this time that Cather actually walks over to her tree that she's in, just just uh-huh. quietly, uh, with a small yeah. torch in his hand, and mm-hmm. as, after I get to the base of the tree, I will use divine sense again. Okay, you don't feel anything. Okay. So then, at least know there's nothing within sixty feet of her. That's good, and I will walk back to my uh, if I could actually. Are there any like branches or like like just on the ground or something? Yeah. Okay. I'd like to just take one or maybe a couple mm-hmm. uh, and then take that back to my, my little campfire and just mm-hmm. slowly start carving away at them um, yeah. and attempting to remake my holy symbol. Oh, okay. Yeah, definitely. 
uh, yeah, you can definitely do that. Um, you don't quite get finished with it tonight before you really start to get sleepy right. and tired. Um, but you get a good start on it. Uh, I offer, um, uh, basically the conversation ends with me like pretending to be upset with Ginger for telling me that I might enjoy this. Mm-hmm. Um, even though she obviously cannot speak to me. Uh, this It'll just is be great. kind of like, you know what? I'm done talking about this, all right? I don't need another person. I only have you and myself, and that's fine, all right? Now just go to bed. And I'm nice. gonna, I'm gonna offer my pocket, or I'm gonna offer my lap, whichever one she wants to take. Mm-hmm. I love this. This nice. is so great. She uh, stuffs into her pocket, into your pocket before curling up, um, and begins to faintly. You can feel her uh, breathing against your chest. You're lucky. You're cute. You know that. Um, as the night sets in, um, it gets a little chilly. Um, are either of you guys keeping watch? I'm probably... I mean, we didn't coordinate. Nope. Um, mm-hmm. So there's no way of knowing if he's keeping watch or if I'm keeping watch. I'm mm-hmm. going to assume that he's not because he seemed pretty beat up and probably needed to go to bed. <laughs> so I'll probably keep watch for a couple hours um, knowing that he probably not might not be able to watch me but that I'm probably safer than he is incapacitated. Mm-hmm. So... Nice. Yeah, you stay for a few hours before finally going to bed. Um, Catherine, you go to bed right away um, and awake in the wee early hours of the night. Um, and so we're going to jump over to Ryan. So, Havel. Uh, hi, welcome back. It's been, been nice having you here. Uh, you have been partying uh, a lot. You have really rather enjoyed a lot of the free mead that these uh, traders have given you uh, along with the roasted lamb that they have um, and has really been enjoying it um, before eventually passing out on the road um, to quite quite a good buzz. Um, and as you awake, um, you have quite the hangover. You haven't really um, had access to that much alcohol in a long time. And uh, once you did, you you went at it. You partied um, before, and so now coming to um, you know that uh, that father of the kid that you saved um, comes over and he goes, ah, "Well, we'll be right on our way." And as soon as he comes over and claps you on your back, you have this terrible ringing in your ears. Um, yeah, yeah, and I'm just really okay. not feeling good. Okay, yeah, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and I get up, I double check my valuables. Mm-hmm. Everything is still there. <laughs> Wonderful. Um, and I, uh, I go, right, well, um, Marcus, uh, senior, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I call to him, <laughs> yeah. uh, Marcus, uh, Senor, um, how how much longer do you think that uh, it will take for us to get to Athala? Athala is, let's see, we're between this event. It's about seven days away. Christ. Should be just fine. Um, well, uh, it, do you have any stops along the way that you're planning? Not really. We're just going to be making our way through. Okay. Okay. Um, I, uh, I go very well. I'll, um, I'll, I'll help pack. And I, uh, 
start trying to like i fetched some of the mm-hmm. things that we like you know used for last night's festivities um and uh do i see young marcus mm-hmm. you can see him he's just off the side of the road with that short sword that you had given him just swinging at like the tall flowers and the grass um just ha 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 and he actually like swings just a little bit too much as the weight of the sword kind of comes up a little high and like falls onto his butt i i walk over to him <laughs> oh hey havel all right marcus um hey bud here stand up and i like groggily just like extend mm-hmm. my hand for the kid yeah he takes it and kind of holds himself up um, okay uh a bit early for this but um here um and i uh <laughs> i essentially i'm going to at my best without really like doing any of the work mm-hmm. i i take the short sword though and i give him the like zuko sword <laughs> as an extension of the arm speech yeah yeah yeah, 100 uh, <laughs> and i i hope i hope that some of it sticks and i like uh. pass it back to him i'm like yeah, well, um, just remember those fine principles and try not to get yourself caught. I don't think your father would quite take quite kindly to that. Yeah, he wasn't before. overly happy that I got it, but I insisted that I keep it, and he's letting me. So this is going to be awesome. Well, uh, now at least you can defend the family, right? Protect the caravan. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, I got to go pack up my bedroll, so of course. I'm going to go do that. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'll talk to you later, Havel. Yeah, I go, I start loading up, like, spice crates and stuff Mm -hmm. like anything that we removed yeah some of the heavier load it takes um about half a day so because (gasps) they had all uh basically um because everyone had basically stopped on the side of the road all the travelers that came through um everybody is uh a little slow they had a good meal they partied there's probably about 30 or so people that ended up showing up at this uh little side of the road party uh, and they're all uh, a little a little hungover, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. and they're they're well fed, um, so they're a little slow going. So it, you don't end up getting to leave um, probably until about one o'clock is when they start um, heading out. I loading in one of the last crates. I'm just like fucking Marcus is a liar. <laughs> <laughs> God, there you go. Nice. <laughs> um, uh, it's, is there anything you want to do? Are you going to travel with them or? I mean, do I, okay. There's, there's a faster way, right? Or is this the fastest yeah, way? So there, there's two ways that you can go. There's one way that goes around the mountain, which is the one that they're going to go on. It takes about a week or there's one through this passage in the mountain that takes about four days. Um, but is much sketchier because there's no protection and there's yeah. a lot less traveled. Yeah. Yeah. Um, these guys oh isn't that the one i was going on already i was going on the yeah that was the one that yeah. you're planning on going on okay um, you haven't quite made it to that pass no. yet and so um you know marcus mentioned that they usually go around I, yeah. instead of going through the pass yeah so what i'm going to do is i'm going to um go find marcus senior mm-hmm. and as i approach him i i'm marcus my friend mm-hmm. um so thank thank yes, you Abel. thank you very much for your hospitality, sir. Uh, thank you of for course. you and your fine family. I am glad that I was able to find you um, with your son well. Um, but I, I believe that this is the time where we part ways. 
Oh, you're taking off? Uh, yes, well, um, you're taking the, the, uh, the passage rounding the mountain, and I unfortunately have places to be, you know, um, people to see, you know, I, I, I have to, I, I have to be timely for well, when I achieve my destination. Of course, I completely understand. Thank you so much once again for well, all you. that you did for my son. I very much appreciate it. And he takes his hand out um, to shake yours. I grab it firmly. Mm-hmm. Um, At which point he pulls you in to this oh, big old bear hug and Jesus squeezes Christ. and lifts you off the ground uh, before sending you back down, slapping you on the back. Okay, Lantari. Oh, right. I will let you be on your way to that house. Uh, you have a strong arm there, friend. Um, uh, carrying uh, lots of boxes. Yeah, very, very quickly, though, uh, Marcus, uh, do you mind? I did. I seem to have burned through a portion of my rations. Um, oh, any chance I say can... no more. And he goes over to the back of the caravan and grabs um, one of their satchels and stuffs it basically to the brim with a few different dried meats, um, some bread, and uh, a block of cheese. Um, and hands this to you and says, This is the least that we can do for you. Can I can I take a um a portion of those spices too? I like gesture at one of 100%. like the things. I just like I'm just like, just, just grabs one of the bags and gives it to you. Ah uh, yes, and I like I like it, I like. Oh, thank you so much, and I put it in my pa- in my pack, and I go uh, very well. So um, uh, I suppose that should be everything. Safe travels. Uh, do be wary. Watch you as your well, son. He has a little bit of tenacity to him. So from what I can tell. <sighs> Um, yes and I, well yeah i will let you be on your way as we need to be carried off yeah. at which point he steps up onto his um uh onto his cart mm-hmm. and uh snaps the reins and the horses begin trotting yeah. along I go, um, leaving you uh in the dust yeah. as as they're going along i, I yell out and i'm like hey marcus jr take care of yourself Bye, Havel. You can see at the back of the covered wagon, he sticks his head out and kind of waves um, until he can't see you anymore. I will see you in Athala. And then just, like, <laughs> as soon as they go out of the way, I'm like, ah, okay, that was, um, that, was a, that was a lot of work for, for a child. That was a lot of work. Havel, that was very stupid of you. That was very foolish of you. You could have gotten yourself killed. You could have gotten yourself killed and you could have gotten, had, had blood of a child on your hands. <sighs> He, he looked like he was 18. He looked like he was 18. You gave him the sword because you thought he was appropriate age, but obviously he wasn't appropriate. Very well. Okay. Um, I, like, pull out. I, like, look at the sun. And I, like, try to get my bearings. And, like, mm-hmm. figure out where the path is. And, like, that yeah. way. <laughs> I should 100%. Start walking. You, uh, you turn and you, like, do all this before going... I, I can just follow them for yeah. a little bit um, and start making your way down yeah, that yeah, road. Yeah. Um, at which point, I think we're going to take our break right now. Um, <laughs> so we'll be back in about 10 or 15 minutes um, to continue with this. Um, Perfect. Awesome. Welcome back. Um, so we picked up, or we just left off with Havel beginning to wake his way. Um, towards Athala, and as exciting as that is, we're gonna jump back over to Hannah and uh, Drew. <laughs> Big sad. So Ryan, Ryan doesn't get to play the game. Nope. No, Ryan's not gonna play tonight. Um, Drew, Hannah, you guys 
awaken. Melora and Cather, you guys awaken. Um, it's actually a fairly cool morning. Um, one of the coldest mornings we've had so far, um, a part of this year. Um, as you guys know, fall is beginning to come in, summer is ending, and so uh, this morning is beginning to get a little bit cooler. There's a little bit of dew along the ground. Cather, as you come out of your trance, as you kind of um, sit up, you can see that there's little droplets that have uh, beaded up on your clothing and your armor. Um, Melora, you don't quite have that same situation as um, you're a little bit higher up and um, in the tree, so there's a little bit more coverage. Um, but if the birds are chirping, the sun is just beginning to rise over the tree line. Um, what would you guys like to do? Well, I s- I'm going to get. I'm going to check to make sure he's still there. He's still there. Am I? Am I still <sighs> right. alive? Yeah, is he alive? <laughs> am I just lying? Am I just dead? <laughs> yes. I'm going to take out. out my daggers. I'm going to make sure. Um, I don't want to wake her necessarily, but if she is awake, I want to tap her, make sure she's all right. Before I start climbing down, make sure she's aware that that's what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use my daggers to climb down, and I'm going to walk over to Cather. Is he awake at the same time I'm awake, or do I wake up a little bit earlier, maybe a little later? Um, You probably wake up a little bit earlier. We'll say earlier. All right. Not quite awake. Right. Um, I'm going to walk over to the circle where he is. Mm-hmm. Rise and shine, sleeping beauty. I just, I just hold up a finger. <laughs> <sighs> kind of, I just sit up and crack my neck before I uh, ba- just put my, uh, you know, just take down my camp, make sure, you know, all my stuff is put back in my bag and, and throw it, my backpack around myself again. All right, well, you're the one from here. I suppose I'll let you lead. I suppose that would be best, considering what happened yesterday. I just want to set some ground rules. I don't want to talk unless absolutely necessary. All right. All right? Great. Let's go. All right. I will follow her lead. Fantastic. Um, Where are you going, Melora? Well, I am going to go... um, We were near the mountains, no? Yep. Yep, you're right on the border of the mountains. I'm going to go in the direction that I've seen many travelers take to get to the city. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, you begin making your way. And um, is he taller than me? I am just about... a little bit taller than you. All right, I'm going to purposefully go for um, trees that just pass my head, but maybe hit him in the face. <laughs> I just, I just yeah. casually duck under them. <laughs> Drew, ever so patient, follows the sassy wood elf <laughs> as she leads her way through, um, I don't know what that sound is, as they lead their way through, um, yeah, you begin making your way west, um, just on the inside of the tree line, um, as you follow the mountains as they go west, um, heading towards, um, either the outer skirts of the mountain, uh, the outer rim of the mountains that people usually go around to get to Athala, or through, um, the, uh, I can't quite remember what the pass is called, um, but the ma- the mountain pass that goes through um, and basically drops you off right in front of Athala. Um, you begin making your way west, going across it, um, and you know that you probably have about three or four days of travel before you will get to um, that pass. Um, during this time, 
Um, I'll give you guys any opportunities to have character interactions. They're very, very, uh, it's very easy trekking. Um, you've known this section of the forest, especially as you move further west, you get further and further into sections that you know mm -hmm. um, better and more so. Um, so you, after about the first day, you really get to parts of the forest you begin to recognize and really understand. Um, still not anywhere near a trail quite yet, um, but you make your way through. The mornings are cold, the evenings are cold, but the days and the afternoons are still very nice, cool, mid, or mid to low 70s, high 80s, or not high 80s, high 60s, mm -hmm. um, going through with just a little bit of a breeze going on. It's a gorgeous couple of days. Um, so yeah, if you guys have anything that you want to talk about or anything, mm -hmm. character development, um, not character development, but interactions. While we're traveling, um, I'll, I'll just kind of walk up next to next to Malora and um, do you mind if I borrow one of your daggers? I promise I'll give it back. What exactly do you need it for? I, uh, take out my still-in-progress to-be-remade holy symbol. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just working on a little bit of woodwork, I suppose. I take out my least favorite one. And I say, try not to prick your finger. Yeah. I will. And hand it to him. I will give a slight bow. Thank you. And I will, as we're traveling, I'll, I'll, I'll kind of fall back a little bit and let her, you know, do her thing. I won't try and, you know, I'll, I'll honestly probably stay maybe, you know, comfortable, with like maybe make sure there's like a five feet distance between us because she, she clearly doesn't want me around. <laughs> so I won't be a bother. Um, yeah. And I'll, and I'll as you guys. Work on that as we travel. Perfect. As you guys ebb and flow, especially with you trying to work on your holy symbol, um, there will be several times where you'll be going through and begin getting a little distracted with that, trying to work on fine detail um, before you realize that she has gotten quite a bit ahead of you. And any time that it gets to be about that 120 feet, just about any time you reach that distance, there's that little uh, burning sensation that begins to go in on your arm. Now, um, I know that this is very important to you, that it looks very pretty or whatever it is you're working on, but I think maybe if you could try to hurry, just like walk a little bit faster so this doesn't burn in my arm, that might be great. Thank you. I will walk just a little faster, close the distance. Um, Thank you. Now, I have a question, Mr. Dungeon Master. Hit me. How does Ginger like him? How does Ginger like him? You know, it's interesting. Because that's going to be the tale. She hasn't really gotten to spend a whole lot of time with him. That's the thing, is that you guys have been very, very far apart, um, and you have spent any time that you guys could have uh, stayed together for a little bit for her to get that test, uh, she is, you're going to bed. Um, so right now, in the first day or two, um, you, uh, you can't quite tell, you can't quite get the vibe. Um, as you guys go through, it gets to be about the end of the second day of traveling. You're now in the part of the forest that you quite recognize. Um, and you guys feel like it's about time to set up camp. All right, we'll camp here. Now, I just want to know how you didn't know how to climb a tree. You look to be the same kind of elf as me. I just find it very funny that you didn't have the necessary skills to survive in the place that you're from. You, you look at <laughs> yeah. I just I hand. just looked out. I he's off my elf. glove. Um. <laughs> So he's blue, and you're you're not. Well, That's a little racist, don't you? Think? I don't know if you're colorblind. I suppose, and I don't try. I'm not trying to be offensive here, but I'm a moon elf, 
and we do not live in these kind of environments. As All if right. I'm going well, back on. I suppose that's... If you want to make excuses, I suppose that's reason enough. I still think you ought to learn the skill, especially if you're going to be traveling through the forest with me. All right. I'm... So let's see then. All right. I will find a nearby tree, I guess. That's right. You know what, Drew? You roll an athletics or an acrobatics right. check to climb this tree. Sounds good. Oh my goodness. There's a little bit of a buzz going on. That's interesting. Drew? Drew. I apologize. I think you have a little bit of I, Yeah, I, I know. It's it, it. For some reason... Ooh, hey, that's pretty all right. For some reason, my head my headphone jacks dis, is deciding to behave. Interesting. Um, okay, so that's athletics. So that's... Uh, 22. Oh. Oh, my gosh. So <laughs> you very humbly... Make your way over, just trying to please this girl, who's very sassy. And you just go over, and you look back, not being menacing or anything, but you just kind of look back and then grab the tree. And without much effort, you just kind of make your way up the tree to the first branch and sit there looking back at her. All right. Now, next time, I would use your right foot first, just it might give you more headway on the tree. Now, do you feel like the branch can support you? Do I feel like the branch can support yes. me? It's a thick old branch. Okay. Now, the way to tell if the branch can support you, if it shakes beneath your body when you sit down. So, for future reference, if it shakes, maybe you don't sit on that branch. Alright. You seem to be alright. You stay up there for the night. I'll find this one. <laughs> and I find the other tree. I'm like, good night. Good. Uh, good well night, done. I suppose. Well, I, I kind of just... Pause. I grasping what shamble of a, I have of a holy symbol now again. Mm-hmm. I kind of just whisper to myself, it's like, this is a very weird one you gave me. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. And, and and yeah, I guess I will uh, probably stay up for a little bit before I go to bed. I just Fantastic. Do you guys communicate about watches yet um i suppose we can well now considering that you find yourself in a nice sturdy tree branch which i have to say i am impressed about um perhaps you should keep the first watch now that you have your new high ground i was just going to say i'm willing to take the first watch so that works out fine how gentlemanly of you i suppose good night good night and I will take the first watch. Fantastic. Roll a perception check. Okay. Uh, also, while I'm at watch, um, I will use a divine sense at some point. Um, Hold on. Ooh. Ooh, hey, that's all right. So that's perception. 22. Nice. Um, remind me of what... Types of creatures you sense the celestial sense. fiends and undead. And undead, okay. Um, you don't sense anything with your um, with your divine okay. sense. Um, and as you're going through listening, just trying to hang out, um, there is a little moment where you're just hanging out, and you can just hear 
the natural sounds of the forest, there's birds chirping, you can hear an owl, um, bugs flying about, um, and you hear this little scamper, and up your tree, you kind of look down, and you see this little red squirrel kind of make her way up the trunk. She just kind of goes over, and she kind of like slowly makes her way towards <laughs> you, trying to like see how you're going to react and judging your reaction. I I just with a with a with a small with a slight smile, I kind of just look down down to the to the squirrels like, well, hello there, friend. Oh, she takes like two more steps and kind of like starts like sniffing towards you. Um, is there like an acorn or a nut somewhere on the branch or branches near me? Sure. Uh, I'll just kind of take one um, mm-hmm. and just kind of just not like like hold up my hand, but like how how far how far away is this is the scroll from me? She. So are you sitting at the base of the branch, like, leaning against yeah. the tree? Yeah. So she's probably about three feet down from you okay. now. Okay. Is there a branch between us at all? Mm. No. No, you're on the lowest okay. branch at the moment. I'll just kind of I'll set I'll set it somewhat in front of me, and just kind of gesture mm-hmm. to it while looking at this at the squirrel. Do I now? Granted, do I know the squirrel's name? Uh, I did uh, say her name. Okay. I said this is Ginger. Okay. When I showed oh, that's right, my that's pocket. right, that's right. Yeah. Exactly. So I'll, yeah. I will just kind of I'll, I'll just kind of look down at Ginger and be like, um, well, if you want it, I suppose it's yours. She kind of goes up like another foot or so before going along the underside mm-hmm. of the branch, so as to not like have to go over you, and she comes up around the top. And grabs it and begins kind of munching on it, um, and then looks up at you and like takes like two more steps forward, just enough that like the boot that you have, the leg that you have like extended on the branch, she kind of is like right there mm-hmm. and like kind of peeks her head out around. Um, before slowly she like sticks the acorn in her mouth and like slowly starts taking a couple of steps towards yeah. you. Uh, <laughs> I, is she like getting like more or less on my boot at this point? She's going around your boot and kind of like. Traversing the little I was like gonna say, one I was inch gonna say, bit of ledge uh, that there is as between I see the that leg happen, and the I'll, edge of the I'll, branch, I'll just slowly kind of let just lean down and just like place my hand next to the like next to the branch, and uh, just and just kind of hold she, there. She goes over and she like sniffs your hand, and then like presses like one paw onto it, kind of fills it out before slowly stepping onto it. All right, I'll just uh, again just slowly just kind of lift it up and just you know. You know, just a little bit in front of, in front of my face, and just kind of, just kind of smile, smile. Just, well, I can see why uh, Melora might like to have a companion like you around. I suppose. At that, you've never seen a squirrel blush, but she like <laughs> fluffs her tail a little bit and like shakes around. At which point, she curls into a ball on your hand and just eats her nut before slowly you can tell that she actually goes to sleep on your hand. Okay, I'll just. Oh. Um, vi- now, now, visibly, visibly, oh, no, you're all frozen. I'm just, I'm not entirely sure what I should do. So I just kind of, um, I just kind of like attempt to place her like, like on my shoulder, if at all possible. And kind of, yeah. In this like half sleepy super, you go to place her on her shoulder and she just like, kind of like crawls over before passing out on your shoulder. Okay. Um, yeah, and then eventually, um, oh, we, oh, there we go, okay. Lost, lost visual on Ryan for a second. <laughs> um, uh, my, my camera's 
uh, bugged out. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, then a- after my watch is over, I'll. Um, how far away is Malar from me? She's in a tree about twenty feet away from you. Okay. Um, well, I can't really move now. I'll just kind of, I'll, I'll kind of like just take like if there's another nut nearby, I'll just kind of like. <laughs> I won't throw at her. I'll just kind of, I'll just uh-huh. kind of lightly toss it towards the tree that she's in. Just yeah, roll the hit. Uh, am I? Is like, can we like athletics or? Uh, that would be your dexterity. You make a make a ranged melee attack. I think that could be that could be strength too, though, right? A, a ranged, not ranged melee, a ranged attack. Okay. Um. That would be uh, twelve. Yeah, that's fine. That's I'm not. I'm not proficient in in nut throwing, so <laughs> that's fine. Uh, you chuck this little acorn, and it lands just above uh, Malora's head before falling into her lap. Um, at which point, you're already on the verges of waking up yourself, mm-hmm. um, and then this acorn falls in your lap, which isn't an uncommon occurrence. Things fall in your lap all the time, but you come to it, you see the acorn in your lap, but you don't feel ginger. Um, Malar, and I'll just Malar. I can't find Ginger. Hold, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold, I can't find her. Easy there, easy there. Will you quit your yapping? I'm trying to find my squirrel. Uh, Ginger is right here. She's okay. I'm sorry. Well, she crawled up to my tree branch and and she fell asleep on my shoulder. If you want her back, you can have her. I I don't. It, it's. Dinner waker. Dinner waker. Hmm. I, I'm sorry. I don't mean to be offensive. I, I, she, she just seems. She, I, like I said to this girl, she seems like a very uh, nice companion to have. I can see why you I like her. I she is. I do. Well, then a waker. I suppose animals are the best judge of character. All right. Thank you. I, I, I guess. Um. If you don't mind, I, I might shut, shut my eyes for a little bit. I I suppose that's all right. And I'll I'll just kind of lean up against the, back up against the tree and just close my eyes. She's never done that before. No matter. Doesn't mean anything. Just another shoulder besides. You can feel a warm breeze begin to blow in just enough to cause the branches to kind of ebb and sway just enough nothing concerning there's no storm coming in um, but just a nice gentle breeze coming through um, I need you to go ahead and roll a perception check as as Cather is falling asleep um, he will he will kind of like just quietly say although I must admit it's a beautiful night to be outside I suppose the wind is nice. As I, uh, it's an unnatural twenty. Nice. Uh, yeah, you go through and throughout your night, um, that breeze stays fairly consistent. Um, and after probably about three or four hours, it begins to get a little bit colder, um, and you can feel um, just a little bit of a stronger breeze coming in. Um, something more from. Uh, the north coming through um, and as the dawn begins to set in um, the wind is still picking up just enough 
um, just enough to keep blowing some leaves off, probably about 17 or so miles per hour, um, just kind of blowing through. And you, um, you, Cather, wake up to this as um, Melora is beginning to make her way down the tree. Okay. Before he went to bed, though, I say, scratch her behind her ears. She likes that. All right. Oh. Before, before retroactively speaking, speaking yeah, then, yeah, I yeah. likely would have done that just a little bit before I went to bed. Fine. Um, but and, and as I wake up with the kind of chill, I will, because um, I kind of I kind of have a little bit of a scarf around my neck under my armor. It's not like a scarf. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what you would call it. Um, but I kind of I kind of neck gator. I just kind of <laughs> pull it up around my neck, and if Ginger wants to. I will let her kind of snuggle in that low, warmer area. Um, yeah, since so I, between everything else is hard armor, has it's like, like the lip. middle armor. Exactly. So. Yeah, the nice thing about it is you have like this little, basically an alcove right here between your neck and your right, armor right. that kind of forms. And it's kind of warm because it's right against your skin and then there's the cloth and everything like that. So she's kind of like hanging out in there with her tail like dang- dangling down across yeah. your chest, almost like a Perfect. tie. Um, and as you wake up, you can see that Melora is down on the ground, right. um, beginning to gather yeah. her things. I will, I will make my way down the tree, and then, and Ginger is Ginger still asleep at this point, or she's kind of awake. Um, and as soon as you make your way down the tree, she jumps, or as soon as you begin to make your way down the tree, she jumps off the armor and crawls down the tree before booking it over to Melora and just like makes her way up her leg and onto her arm and onto her shoulder right away. No, I'm not angry. But would you please tell me before you do that next time? I thought you were missing. You know what would happen if I lost you? She At just least. Like cuddles <laughs> up into your neck. I, I know. So, you like him, do you? Hmm. No response. Well, I hold out my pocket. Mm-hmm. She scurries down into it. Well, I suppose we should keep moving then. I suppose we should. Fantastic. You guys make your way through um, for that breeze is pretty consistent throughout the rest of the day. Um, And as you begin to get towards about halfway through the day, you get back to what you know to be one of the main roads that goes through Vianola um, and begin making your way south towards Ocleron. Um, And you get about another half a day of travel before um, there is... Um, a strong breeze that starts to take place and it begins to drop in temperature towards um, just as it's beginning to get dark and you can tell that there's a storm uh, beginning to roll in. Um, not quite raining there, um, but the wind is picking up. It is getting colder. Um, you guys think that you probably need to find a pretty decent shelter. Okay. Now, do I, um, given that I know the area, have, may I know about a cave perhaps that would be nearby that would offer some good shelter from the wind? Yeah, you know that probably just about a mile south um on the what would be your your left side um there is a um a cave that uh, would be a pretty good shelter um and as you guys make your way towards this havel you've been making your way through vianola (laughs) yes um and i've experienced the same thing over the last couple of days you've been going through and the uh, wind has been pretty consistent as of yesterday as you made your way down. You haven't quite made it to your pass yet. Um, you know the pass is basically the entrance to Ocleron and you're still in Vianola, um, traveling through that forest. 
and so you've been making your way down and that storm has been just chasing your heels just a little bit and you're realizing that um, it's probably going to hit in the next couple of hours um, and are going to be looking for shelter as well. Um, I don't know this place. <laughs> um, let me think, let me think. Uh, I does, does it feel like it's a big enough storm that I can't like just rough it out in my tent? It's like probably, as, as the wind is picking up right now, like the trees are swaying Shit. and moving and you there's like leaves blowing off. You're getting the sense that it's going to be a pretty decent thunderstorm. Okay. Um, <laughs> one, first, Havel goes, and he just kind of looks up at the sky and goes, ah, so, um. So I, I leave the fine family, and this is what you're pulling for me, huh? This this is what you've decided on. Ha. Huh. What a bunch of fucking assholes. Um, okay. Well, I don't know. I, like, call out. I'm like, is anyone nearby? Any travelers? Um... Out of Hannah. Hello? Yeah, you guys hear uh, a little ways in the distance by... Not too far away, um, there's one person going, Hello, is there anybody out there? Um, I take out my sword. I just I don't know. Just to, okay. be, I don't... just to be at the ready. <laughs> I don't know where I am. Well, um, faintly. I will... Cather will start making his way towards that direction. Oh, excuse yeah, me? You, you brush past Melora. Dashing. Where are you going? There's someone in need of help. Dashingly it's not necessarily our problem. No, it's not necessarily our problem, but we can help. <sighs> well, I suppose I have to go wherever you go, so <laughs> lead the way if you can. I will. You strut down the road. Dashingly handsome tiefling with no money at all. I am not a target <laughs> to be robbed. Uh, as we start, have, as, as you we get, start to get no closer, funds. Mr. DM, uh, I will yeah. do one more divine sense. Yeah, definitely. You don't um, sense anything. Um, from your divine okay. sense. Um, That's good. That that means that this as you get closer, you can evil, see maybe. Or good. Does he wait? Does he celestials fiends? Uh, celestial fiends and undead. Celestial fiends and undead. I guess. I uh, know. I guess as a tiefling. A does, 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 is a tiefling a technically a fiend? No, you're not technically no. a fiend. Technically, you're humanoid. It's it's the um like stereotype. Right. Yeah. That, or, yeah. That tieflings are fiends. That, yeah. Yeah. But, no, you're not, you're not. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, so we're, they're right. not terribly so wrong, though, in that regard. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe for half. <laughs> <laughs> so you make your way down, and as you kind of round this bend just a little bit, you can see that there's one um, fairly well-dressed uh, tiefling with these two sets of horns, ones that come up and then ones that curl around with this black, dark hair that comes around the backside, just kind of standing in the middle of the road like, with his hands on his hips. Like looking around looking like... At you. <laughs> well, hello, traveler. Oh, hi. Well, I wasn't. I actually wasn't expecting that to work. Wow, wow. Well, fate works in mysterious ways, you could say. I. Uh, or you could say that we're two travelers that have pretty good ears to work for ourselves, and we were yelling in the middle of the forest that could bring attention to you. That's a very perceptive uh, sense that you have there, elf. Um, do you have shelter by any chance? I do think that there's a storm coming in and I would much rather not be a part of it. As much as I would rather not. 
I suppose the cave has room enough for three. I could pay you, if necessary. I didn't care much for money, but if he has use for a coin, I suppose I could do something for him. We'll, oh, I'll well pass on that, but thank you. Ah, well, uh, of course, no, no issue at all. Um, please, uh, show me to your cave, cavern, humble abode. Gladly. I lo- I think uh, I live guys. here. It's for the storm. As, as we start walking, um, I will put my blade away and kind of hold out a hand. I'm, and I, like as we're walking, and I'll just say, oh, "I'm Cather, by the way." Um, oh, I okay. take his hand and bow deeply, and I go. Hannah, <laughs> <laughs> I had the same thought. Like, oh, are you trying to yeah, hold Melora's yeah. hand? Like, what the I, heck is happening? I take, I take uh, his uh, hand and bow deeply. I go, um, I am Havel Sigard. The pleasure is mine, at your service. Cather Ebenthar. Pleasure. Melora. Pleasure. Well then. This is Ginger. Oh. She crawls out in my pocket to my shoulder. I used to have a pet myself. She stands very proudly, trying to show off how beautiful her mane is right now. <laughs> what a gorgeous little creature you are. I used to have a pet myself, actually. Nothing quite as majestic, though. I? What was it? Uh, just a, a weasel. A small one. Ugh. Yeah. What was its name? So, funnily enough, I named it uh, quite after one of the um, one of the old friends uh, that I had back home. At least one of my father's old friends. His name was Lawrence. Mm. Yeah. Um, weasely little fellow. And I, you know, assumed that it was comparable. I... I named my bow after my wee brother. Oh, yeah? What's the name? I Aster. It means faith and loyalty. That's a fine name for a weapon. It'll do you well. I. Do you name your weapons? <laughs> my, my weapons... Uh, I named my weapons. Um, I, I suppose I had a weapon that was named. Not so much anymore. I, I've decided to, uh, to stray away from it until I find something that's... That's worth the name. But as of, as of right now, I just have this uh, this small rapier, and I gesture towards the the weapon, kind of covered by my my cloak, uh, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and I'm just like, it's it, it it's not much, but it um, it does its purpose. So, I I name all my weapons. My father used to do the same. I just took after him. I just thought that since my wee brother helped my father carve the bow for me that the name seemed appropriate and it's never let me down either so i i had a uh, comrade or co-worker i suppose you could say um who said that if you if you name your weapons they will serve you well like a friend i i have <laughs> noticed very well well we should probably get out of the the storm here um i suppose we should <laughs> i i start walking yeah and uh, I take a moment to realize I was a little vulnerable for a yeah, second no. there, Ka- and Cather, I mostly think... Cather is visibly surprised at what <laughs> Melora says. And I think it's because he had the connection to having a pet weasel, and it kind of just, like, talking about pets and about animals and rodents specifically, woodland creatures, kind of makes me light up in a way that other things don't. And so I take note of that. I'm like, well, that was fucking scary, and I start walking. <laughs> you... Haul your way down this road, trying to like put some distance between you to the point that you actually get about 120 feet in front of Drew and have to stop because the stupid burn on your arm. Uh, uh, while we, at which point, Kathy, you're just look, looking ahead and like looking at Havel, 
kind of in shock before you make your well, way forward. Yeah, while we while we make our way, I'm I'm just like calling, kind of falling behind and uh, doing a nice like jovial little march along with them. Mm-hmm. Um, start <laughs> start just trying to figure out a limerick, but not quite <laughs> getting there. Mister um, Mister DM, um, as yes. as we're walking, um, can I see the symbol at all on my arm? Um, for the, the little bit that, um, Melora had, like, stubbornly tried to stay away from you, it actually managed to burn a hole in, um, your armor as your armor goes around the backside, around the side of your, um, arm, and so on the inside here, there's a little hole in your, Where it was more, um, like, leathers and stuff, not necessarily plates, yeah. Exactly, yeah, and it, right there, you can see it's a little circle, um, probably about um, an inch in diameter with one little line on the left side on the inside. Interesting. I don't recognize that, do I? Roll a history check. There once was a man from Marencia. I would have mm-hmm. gone... No, no, that doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> I get frustrated when my arm burns uh, again, and I walk 14. a little... Sorry. 14? Uh, yeah, you can't think of anything that you've seen that has that symbol. I walk a little closer and I say it would do you well to keep up with me especially since the storm is coming and I don't think you want your armor to get more damaged with that hole in your arm whenever you get far enough for me. There's a hole in his arm. Aye. He did something to me and now I can't get away from him. Um, I just, do, do mind, do mind I just I smile just slightly to myself. Dude, I, I suppose it would do no harm. I like, I like approach her and like, in a, in a slight whisper, go, if you're in danger, blink twice. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate the sentiment, and although I feel as though I didn't wish to be here, he has not done me any harm, and he was good to my squirrel. Very well. And do, do I recognize anything when I look at the symbol, or the hole, or whatever? Um... You can see she raises up, and there's a little, there's probably about a, a inch and a half inch diameter hole that's kind of this ragged um, hole in her uh, shirt, and inside it, just on the inside between the bicep and her elbow, just kind of right in this little area, there's um, you can see the scars, same as Cather's. Um, it's a circle with one little line on the inside, and it looks like it's been. She looks like she's been branded. Is basically what it looks like it happened. Um, that's uh, malicious. <laughs> I didn't know how it happened. I... I was exploring a cavern, and he happened to... I did something, maybe I took something I shouldn't have took, and suddenly this black ooze was flowing after me, and I ran into him, and he couldn't keep his... He couldn't just keep running. He was being all silly, and he... Then I got out of the cavern, and it turns out he had lured, like, four monsters to it. And I had to save his ass, because he kind of keep care... He kind of take care of himself. And the next thing I know, I tried to leave, and there's this freaking hole in my arm. I've had the worst day of my life. Days, I suppose. I didn't even know how many days it's been. I'm sorry. Don't, I... don't, don't, don't even consider apologizing. I, I, I mean, simply put, I, I, I could probably agree on the whole idea that um, day hasn't been, the couple of days haven't been going the best. Um, and you all both uh, seem to be much worse for wear, but I mean, at least on my end, I almost got eaten by a troll. So I, I suppose that we're all... Uh, we're all a little bit uh, haggard. I suppose so. And I turn to Catherine. 
So it would do us well to keep the pace up while we're going to the cave. Hmm? I just nod. You begin <laughs> hustling again um, and make your way. This time, Cather and um, Havel kind of keep up, yep. making sure not to uh, poke <laughs> the mother bear. Like jog, like jog, hunt two, three, four, hunt two, three, four. Exactly, like like well trained soldiers, they march promptly behind you uh, and make their way down. Uh, you only need to go a little bit, it's about half a mile before you make your way uh, in words in towards the forest. At which point, you kind of begin to go uphill, and as you crest over this hill not over the summit, but you come around the side of this hill and on the backside of it, kind of embedded in it, is this cave, uh, which conveniently faces the opposing direction of the wind. I'd like to make sure that there are no bears residing in the cave before we enter. Yeah, it's not, it's pretty big, probably about 15 feet in diameter, but it's not overly deep. Um, as you look in, you can see to the backside of it and it's lit um, and you can see that there's no creatures in there at the moment. All right, excellent. I enter and I say, this is where we'll camp. It'll protect us from the wind. Great. And I'll throw off my pack and immediately turn around and start to get some firewood. I I lay my bedroll down at the entrance, or at least near the entrance. Um, and that's... I say it to Cather, and I'm like, well, make sure you don't get too far away looking for firewood. Don't worry, your highness. I'm not going very far at all. You'll have to be quick. It looks like the storm is coming pretty fast. I hope you know how to find the right kind of firewood. No response. Go ahead and, and roll an investigation check for me, Drew. Nope. Can nope. I, can I, can I, can I, I was going to say this before. I don't know if this is too late. Can I join him? Because no. I actually want to ask yeah, him. Yeah, go stuff. for it. So I'm going to, I'm going to yeah, join him. And do I have can advantage? I help him? Yeah. Can I help him? Yes. I guess. I will use a different guy. Please do. Like casually, just like <laughs> much half better. helping him. Much, like, much better. All right. So... Yeah, okay. That's much better. So that's uh, four, Having a 14. Having a with the rolls, I've noticed, Drew. Okay. By the way, the first roll was a natural yeah. one. Incredible. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been so much. That would have been so funny, That would have been, yes. Miss Melora literally rips you to shreds. Right. Yeah, I'll just be I'll just be like one arm is holding it, and the other is just grabbing branches and twigs and yeah. leaves. Exactly. Um, um, doing a good job to make sure that you don't go out too far, staying... Um, just about a hundred within about a hundred feet of uh, the cave, um, and you guys yeah. do manage to find a good amount of firewood. Yeah, cool. um, it's it's more like one of those things where it's like we're walking out and he like goes to reach for something. I'm like, that's poison oak. <laughs> he just like he's like, oh. <laughs> um, but uh, as we're out, we're a fair distance away from the cave, right? And like, I don't think mm-hmm. that um, that Melora will hear me, right? No, probably not. Okay. Yeah, if you guys are sticking to about that 100 um, foot range. I stay, like, I'm kind of behind uh, Cather mm. while this is going mm-hmm. on. And uh, I, I, um, approaching him, I'm just like, um, so, um, you're, uh, you're a holy man. I, I suppose you could say that. I don't you really consider myself one, but I, I, am learning about the faith. Mm. Um, to whom do you pray, if you don't mind me asking? I don't know if that's prying, but... Um, well, if that's an interesting story, actually. If it's too long to tell, you can tell me later, but... Um, um, well, I'll, I'll keep it short, but long, but the thing is, I'm, I'm looking for answers. Um, 
Mm. And I'm thinking answers are southward. Um, mm. And I'm not really sure what to call them. But there mm. are three, actually. I know them as the widow, the gravedigger, and the thief. Do I recognize these names at all? Uh, roll a religion, uh, religion check. By the way, DJ, I don't know if he, this is happening for anyone else, but DJ's really is starting to get quiet again for me. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm a little bit further away. I can scoot forward again. <laughs> That's beautiful and perfect in every single way. That is a natural one. <laughs> <laughs> so you go through and you think, and you're an intelligent boy. Yeah, I've read. And you I've grew read a up lot. In, in church. I grew up in the church. You know, so you think through, but those three narratives aren't ones that you yeah. recognize for any of the gods that you Dad would not be proud. Uh, <laughs> You'd fail your I'd test. I'd fail my test. Um, I'm unfamiliar with the names, but I will uh, I'll keep an eye out for the... For the monikers, I suppose. Um, thank, thank you. I, well, I appreciate I, that. I do. Uh, you're heading. Where are you heading, by the way? I forgot to ask you all that. Uh, well, I was heading towards Athala. Um, As am I. All right. That's that works well, I suppose. Hopefully. <laughs> Granted, I'm not sure how uh, appreciative of Malora would be of that. And to be honest, I do feel bad. I'm, I did not want this, wish this upon her. But it, well, all I've, well, to be honest, and while she might not appreciate me being here, I've just been trying to do what I can to make sure she's all right. I know that's weird to say and creepy in some circles, but uh, it's, like I said, I'm a man of faith, and part of that comes from a very personal connection I seem to have with those who I serve and they've been guiding me and they led me to her um, and I've you know I've just tried to do what I can I suppose and, that's not, and well to be fair she's been more helping me but um, I, I grab him I like put my hand on his shoulder and like look deep into his eyes and I go Cather it's one thing to be a man of faith but I want you to know, the gods spin a very tragic tale. <laughs> and it's tragic for everyone. There are beauties, and there are a ton, a ton of tragedy in all of it. But I, I, I'm begging you. And this is coming from someone who did grew up in, I grew up in the church. I know, I know what the gods lend. I do not want you to be the man that walks blind faith. Because with blind faith, they may lead you off a cliff. And then in turn, serve you as a message. I, be I, wary. Look, look, for, at this point, is Cather actually looks up at Avil, who is at this point probably been more avoiding eye contact and no. looking at branches. Is, and Havel's just like, like staring like daggers. And, <laughs> and, I, and I, I stare just as hard back at, at him and I say... Well, Hevel, I appreciate the warning, but I promise you, I'm no fool. I know I know what, what I'm doing. Whether or not it's a blind faith, you might be right with that, but it's not a foolish one. But I do appreciate then the I, warning. 
I pat him on the back like really hard. <laughs> like, and I just go, well then, I suppose we should probably get the firewood back then. Well, great. Yeah. Um, and then like, I like take a couple steps forward and like before I get too far away, I turn around and I go, by any chance, you don't, uh, you're not a man that keeps ledgers, are you? Or are a man, or know of men that keep ledgers? <laughs> uh, well, Mr. DM, I mean, there's no in particular that would come to mind that I can, that I can think of. Um, no. well, oddly enough, bef- um, I suppose myself in a weird way, I, back <sighs> home, I did a little bit of bookwork, but, but I, other than that, <laughs> uh, not, not the kind of bookish that I'm looking for, but I, I appreciate your, uh, Willingness, I suppose. Um, now, have a gather, you, as we're walking back at this point, I assume. Yeah. Um, have a mm-hmm. now. If I might ask, what is it that you're looking for? Um, that is a very good question. You know, I I suppose for the longest time I've been looking for um, love, sights, the finest of mead. Um. But in full sincerity, I guess in all my travels, the closest thing that I could say that I've truly been looking for, and I guess I've been without for a long time, is family. Um, So I guess I'm just looking for someone or something. I'm not entirely sure where that is, but I think Athala is a good start. Uh, Mr. DM, do I believe him? Roll an insight check. Eighteen. Uh, Howell. That was a twenty. That was that was a twenty, by the way, to mask anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) He seems genuine. (laughs) Okay. Like, like, yeah. Maybe yeah. a little, maybe a little hard like, to read, but yeah, possibly a little hard to read. He might be exaggerating a little bit, might be over dramatizing mm-hmm. things, but he seems to be the person, the type of person to do that with just right. about everything. So, take it as right. you will. I, I assume we're probably back to the cave by this point. Yeah. yeah, at this point, you're just about back to the cave. And I, uh, as soon as we like uh, get to the cave, I'm just like. Elf girl, we've come back with the wood. Oh, I don't think you should call her that. Oh, it'll be very interesting, won't it? And I, like, take a step into the cave. <laughs> you know, I think it'd do you well to call me by my real name. I don't take nicely to nicknames. Okay, I apologize. I apologize. I'm sorry. Well, at least it looks like you've got good wood. I'll take it from you. Wouldn't be the first time I, that's been said to me. I will hand the wood to her and let her handle all that because she is the survivalist. I didn't acknowledge what uh, Havel said, and I start making a fire. Um, nice. Yeah, you definitely get a fire going. With the amount of wood that they actually managed together, you guys can have a pretty hearty fire for a pretty long time. Um, you, being a seasoned outdoorsman, know that this storm could last for several days. Mm-hmm. So you, instead of burning it all and just enjoying it all you reserve most of it and keep a pretty modest fire going mm-hmm. um but you do get that all set up and get yeah. go. well while we're sitting around the fire um at some point cather will come back over to melora 
and um say and 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 take out the dagger that he borrowed um here why we don't really need it anymore thank you thank you very much i'm sure it served you well yeah well it works better than a full longsword <laughs> what is it you're making oh and i i kind of uh look down um well uh when i was tr- looking for you um the door was shut and well after a bit of trial and error i sacrificed uh my holy symbol oh um holy symbol it's and then i catch what you mean it's uh well best best way i know it's it's a representation of myself and my connection with my uh gods i didn't have one of those when i got in I don't know, but all it, but um, I had to, my sister back home, she made it for me, um, and it was very dear to me, and I sense that it's something to do with that, um, mm. but... But I'm sorry you had to lose that. Uh, well, we, it's led me to you, I suppose, and while you might hate that, I suppose, at least I can be here to keep you, as to be a meat shield, I suppose. While you do all the hard work. I can take care of myself. That is very obvious. Now, can the book be a holy symbol? Uh, have I ever encountered that, DJ? Um, it definitely, from what you've seen, it definitely would be, um, unique. They don't usually work that way like there are holy mm-hmm. texts and stuff like that that people will carry with them but usually they do have something mm-hmm. separate that is a specific representation of the symbol of their god so not usually um well i suppose it's certainly possible i've never that's how it. i got in that's how you got in with, with the book i uh did and did the book burn i it wasn't mine what did you read it? I couldn't. It was in a language I couldn't recognize. I could get a feel for the map, and, you know, the maps were drawing, so obviously I could understand those, and it led me to the temple, which is where you found me, I suppose. Do you right. do you remember any of the symbols? Do I? Uh, you remember the, the, the... The, yes, the symbols, the connotation they were used. So, is um, the ground soft enough to take one of the pieces of firewood and draw with it? Yeah, the the the. So it's kind of it's a, like I said, it's a really shallow cave, just barely going like probably ten feet back. Um, and basically, it's like there's grass around it, and then it's stone that you're actually like laying on. But there's a little bit of sand um, that kind of stands on top of the stone um, that you can definitely draw in. I'd like to do that. Yeah, so she goes through and she begins drawing some of the symbols, and they're uh, the same symbols um, that are used for the language on the rod. Okay. Mm. Okay. That's... Okay. Do I recognize it at all? Um, roll a history check, Havel. He's yet to do that. <laughs> see who all recognizes it. <sighs> that could have been better. 14. <laughs> about what I got. 
you you are going through and you can tell as one who speaks many different languages and has spoken many different languages that it's definitely something that um, a lot of different um, languages have drawn from. It's like Latin, quote unquote, where like English and Spanish and all that have come from it. But it's the predecessor. It's, it's definitely that older language. Uh, you can't read it all that well. Um, bit, there are certain things about it that are way different yeah. than what you recognize. A bit lost and esoteric so. kind of feel. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. Hmm. Well, to be honest, I was... And where did you find this book? Um, I may have borrowed it without asking. From... Who might I ask? Um, you know, I don't think we really need to worry ourselves about who... Melora, those people might be looking for you. You do get that, right? I do know, but as you can see, I'm very careful and I travel in the trees most of the time. Oh, I Besides, like <laughs> I got a vision while I was in the cavern of this woman with long black hair and you know the hair was covered in her chest but she wasn't wearing clothes and she had the rod and she was leading people and she had two men or at least i assume they were men there is no way to tell just covered in black and gold armor and you know the person that i uh borrowed from wore armor that reminded me of that he was able to just touch the trees and and soak it up so to speak I mean, it creeped me out. I didn't let Ginger look, but he seemed to be bad news. And so I went looking in his tent um, and I took the book and I almost took a dagger. But, uh, you know, I heard my mother's voice in my head, you know, telling me, didn't poke your nose where it didn't belong. Uh, so I did not take that. But um, I kind of feel bad, though, because, uh, you know, he blamed the guards and I'm pretty sure he killed one of them. But uh, I had already gone away. And I just followed the map in the book, and it took me to the temple, and then I just placed the book on the stones, and it, it burned, and then it opened up, and then I, I went inside. Right. Um, something to note, Havel. What's going to say? When she goes, yeah, when she goes through and she starts to describe that woman and the two um, men next to her, you recognize that scene. It's a very famous scene in history okay. of... Um, the first wave of the trial going through that's um that's a concerning um yeah dude as soon as you finish up i'm like you have all very much just kind of like furrows into his cloak and just goes and you said you saw those things right i when i was sleeping i fell asleep in the cavern while you were sleeping oh by the gods i thought the end of days was happening Ugh. I don't. Okay, maybe you should preface the fact that there was a vision, but even then, I'll try let's... to be more careful with my words next time. Well, see, you you see here, Melor. Um, I don't think you realize. You quite literally just described an ancient event, possibly one of the more famous events to occur, predating the exact unification of humanity well there was a mural in the cave that looked like the exact same thing so maybe i just dreamed about it because i saw it um, wait no offense miller 
But I doubt it. Why... The gods weave... Very, very frightful tales. I'm sure they do. <laughs> Besides, it's been about a week, and they haven't caught me, and they didn't know who I am because they didn't see me. Do so, I'm not very concerned. DM. <laughs> um, do I recognize the colors of the people that she stole from? Of their armor? Uh, the... So, yeah, as she goes through and she described some of the armor, you know that um, the soldiers that were being mm-hmm. led um, wore the colors of Athala, that um, nice. maroon with the gold. Um, and then, But the man that led them, as she described him, was this man with black and gold armor um, that you Don't, wouldn't okay. recognize from Athala. Hmm. Well, good news. Good news. Very good news. Um, if we manage to make ourselves uh, present... To this wondrous city of Athala, um, our uh, gracious little ranger here, our little uh, tree fairer, um, will very much have to wear a disguise of some sort, because we are going directly to the people that she stole from. How do you know that? Because I recognize the colors that you described, if your memory serves you correct. Oh, it does. My memory's very good. Well, then that serves very poorly for us now, doesn't it? We're all probably walking into a great, great mistake, but, but you're in luck. We're all in luck. Oh, am I? Yes, you are, believe it or not. I used to work with a carnival. So, if you could get me some paint, a little bit of uh, makeup of the likes, Maybe a wig. Do I look like a vending machine? No, of course not. But when we get near Athala... <laughs> What's a vending machine? <laughs> of course not. I don't... Do I look like a general store? <laughs> <laughs> for, for sincerity, you do not look like a Sephora. But, but we, together, once we get into town, you can wait on the outskirts. You like to stay hidden, yeah? Aye. Well then, we can make it into Athala, and I can get you into the city... So that way you don't have to suffer for much longer, yeah? Because you have to stay near this this uh, gentleman, don't you? I... Yeah, so you're kind of stuck. And he needs to go into Athala. So unless you want to be writing in pain for a extended period of time, then I suggest that you just maybe work with me. I, I Trust me, I mean the best. And, um... Gather, uh... You said you were looking for books, right? For answers. Correct. I I, know. I have books. You have books? I. What sort of books do you have? Well, they might be falling apart, but I took them from the cave. Oh, that's wonderful. I took them out. Uh, I will... She takes out these two... Yeah, she takes out these two tomes. Um, both of them bound in black... Not black, brown leather... Um, with inscriptions on the side. These ones are both in uh, Elvish um, and are in fairly decent condition, definitely falling apart, definitely frayed along the edges, the spine's broken a little bit. Um, But they are written in a very old dialect of Elvish, um, kind of something that you can read, but it's, it's, it's like, you know those things on Facebook where it's like, 
they make they jumble the letters in the word but the first and the last yeah. letter are the yeah. same so you kind of know it it's that type of reading okay where you're going through and you're like yeah i know what this is saying but man do i have a headache or like read. the word um, is similar enough in your language that you're like i think that's what it is <laughs> exactly um and they're both uh historical novels describing different um time periods um one of them from probably about 700 years ago or so um, describing a small famine that happened and then the other is from um, much older and this is the one in much worse condition um, describing uh, similar events to that that you had a vision of interesting um, at this point the, the storm the storm is pretty much raging at this point yeah at this point it's coming in the wind is beginning to howl quite a lot um, and as you guys are pulling these books out you can see uh, droplets beginning to fall um, and in about within 30 seconds it's downpouring yeah. out and very very um, loud as, as the rain begins to fall Cather will actually uh, I will just go stand uh, towards the edge of the cave not, not to the point that I'll start to get wet but just kind of stand towards the edge and just kind of watch mm-hmm. the sky yeah yeah you can see the clouds blowing, blowing through and billowing um, every once in a while, I see a little flash that will go through them and ripple through them. It's a very beautiful, yet aggressive storm. I turn to Havel, and I say, You can do whatever you want to my face. Didn't touch my hair. <laughs> Understood, my lady. We will make you the finest person in Athala, which isn't honestly all that difficult, but finer than you are now. <laughs> Have, a, have you been to Athala before? Uh, passing. And passing. I haven't been to a city before. Ever? Are you... Didn't know if you can tell. Would have never thought. Hmm. Well, I suppose it's a... It'd be a fun new experience. If? I don't know. I don't know if fun is what I would use to describe it. Well, probably not, but it will be an experience nonetheless. I. If a small ch- cat wants out. Oh. <laughs> we'll wait for Kitty Cat to leave. No. A cat yeah. goes crawling. I know. <laughs> do you have? Do you already have a plan as to what you might do? Are you talking to me? Havel. What I might do, um, when I get to Athala, for myself or for you? For Melora? Well, I suppose I could probably, uh, I know some people, have some favors. Potentially could ask, um, to see if maybe we could get something for her. Now, make her a bit more inconspicuous. Is there a way to not involve other people? Because the um, more people that know that she's even in the area, she, the more danger they won't she know. could be in. They won't You're know acting like I killed somebody? They won't know that it's for her. Alright. And do you have ways to acquire this? Well, one, I mean, makeup is a very hot commodity in most places. Um, but I think I could probably scrounge around a little bit, find something for her that will make her, uh, again... Blend into the crowd a bit more. Um, someone so colorful and extravagant as herself, it'd 
probably be a smart idea to door down some of her features. And what about Ginger? Uh, just keep her in your pocket. All right, I could do that. Um, that being said, um, Madam, uh, Forager and uh, Mister Big Muscular Elf Man, um, I am quite exhausted. And uh, we have a lot of traveling ahead of us, so we should all probably get some sleep. Um, I'll take first watch. I'll just kind of sit down and lean against the rock as I continue to watch the storm. Well, you took the words right out of my mouth, but I suppose you can have it. Mine as well. (laughs) I go to bed. I suppose I'll take second. (sighs) I'll take last. I will gladly go to sleep. We won't need it by then. I, um, so one, I'm going to do a couple things. I'm going to remove all the coins. You know which ones I'm talking about. Um, and I put those in my boots. <laughs> what? Okay. Um, <laughs> and I take the, I take my pouch of coin. Mm-hmm. Um, and I quite literally am going to sleep with it in between my legs, nice. like right up against my crotch. Okay. Nice. Like if nice. anyone yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. is touching, like it. I, it is not going in yeah, there. Yeah, so, got it. And yeah. I'm going to spend the next 10 minutes trying to figure out how to get comfortable with these goddamn horns. <laughs> <laughs> you mostly have to lay on your back. Do it. And the worst part about it is the horns like curl around the backs yeah. of your head. So I'm like rocking. Like, just lifted off the ground just a little yeah. bit. Just enough that your like neck is ever so slightly engaged. Do I notice this? Yeah, I was going to say, do I notice this? You guys can very clearly visibly see that he is struggling to get comfortable with his horns. Did you just get those horns? They were a gift from my mother. <laughs> a very, very personal gift. I Well, I could imagine why since... You know genetics. Yes. I... Well. Do you require like a bedroll or something to lay your head on? Yeah. Well, I, I, not necessarily. Actually, I haven't tried that yet. Mainly, I've been sitting upright to kind of sleep, but that's been getting very tedious. I, I just, <laughs> I just point towards my bedroll that is on the top of my pack. Well, if you would like to try it, I suppose you can I have mean, mine. For full sincerity, it's been like. It's been years, and I still can't. I still can't even manage. Um, but I mean, do you, you're offering? Uh, are you sure that you want me to have your bedroll? Well, just in a puncture it. I don't want to tear a hole. That is very true. She makes a good point. Well, to be fair, even if you do, it's just not a big deal. I tell tell you what. Tell you what. I uh, take my pack, and I just like very uncomfortably like prop myself up against it a little bit and I'm like yeah this isn't working and I'm like I, I'll be fine I'll be fine thank you thank you I'll be fine though um, right. please uh, have a nice night everyone and it was like stiff as a board <laughs> like <laughs> <laughs> yeah I uh, set up in the same position that I would if I were in a tree um, mm-hmm. and I offer either my pocket my shoulder or my lap for ginger she takes your pocket Yeah, and Hi. Catherine, you gonna do anything before you go and watch? Um, well, I suppose from my bag, I'll make sure to grab my my uh, journal again and just 
as as i'm looking out in the storm just be writing things down that come to mind um and probably occasionally just uh you know grasping uh my holy symbol and just kind of looking out and thinking well well you know think about what's all happened okay as the rain is pouring down you can hear low rolling claps of thunder in the distance uh, the water dripping off leaves and branches and flowing through the forest that is where we're going to finish the session nice um, good job guys All right. that's absolutely killed it you did it you guys made it to each Yay. other and you didn't die I didn't want to fine. end I didn't it was very fun I know I'm sorry it. um <laughs> One more week, and then you guys get to play right. every single week. Nice. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No. This was this was really good. Um, mm-hmm. I, good. I'm very excited. I hope, I hope everyone enjoyed this uh, podcast exclusive episode of the Paper Dungeon. Um, we were really really excited to uh, kind of try out this new, not new, quote unquote, but this uh, format. Um, so this should be super super fun. Obviously, we uh, already released everything on podcast but we want to just be able to like highlight that and really make it so that you guys get something that's just yours um which can be super super rad so um again definitely check out um the paper dungeon twitch on monday the 7th of september i'm struggling with that word um to get our first full session when we really bring in all six of these guys and really absolutely crush it um, and then this Friday, this upcoming Friday, we're going to be doing the same thing with Grant and Lydia, but we do a podcast exclusive episode for you guys. So definitely check that out. Um, it'll be at seven o'clock central standard time. So definitely go look that up. Um, yeah. Do you guys have anything you want to say? Anything you want to talk about? Um, it was a lot of fun I'm playing. I'm excited this to is... continue this campaign. I'm both excited <laughs> nice. and terrified. <laughs> As you should yep. be. Fantastic. Well, if that's all we have to say. Um, we love you guys. We're so thankful that you guys uh, listened with us. Um, we hope that we can keep producing these for you guys. Everybody have an awesome week. Um, and we hope that we see you guys again next time that we tune in. So everyone enjoy the night. Bye bye everybody. Bye. Bye bye Dungeoneers. Thank you for listening to the Paper Dungeon Podcast Edition. You can find additional content at thepaperdungeon.com. And be sure to catch The Paper Dungeon live Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. That's Mondays at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time at twitch.tv slash thepaperdungeon. Good luck and Godspeed. See you next time, Dungeoneers.